three of us here, uh, we're all artists, we all draw, and today we're doing a, you know, a continuing on our Miyazagist quest, and we're going through a uh, hand-drawn animated film, uh, like many we've been watching this month, and I was curious if any of you guys had ever thought about a career in animation, because I used to think about that as a kid, I love Disney, I always wanted to grow up, I thought that might be a career path, and then uh, eventually, funny enough, I just kind of stopped drawing for many years. Uh, even though that was like a big joy mm -hmm. of mine. I was curious if uh, any of you guys had ever thought about that. What about you, Sanchez? Uh, yeah, you know, I actually was going to go to, I was going to apply to CalArts, which is one of the mm. premier animation schools over here in California. Uh, I just didn't work out that way in my path. Yep. Uh, but uh, I always, I wanted to do, I did it at an, uh, our school, my role in school, my school I went to, high school. Roland Heights has an ROP program called the ROP Animation, mm. so which allows you to do like, uh, gets you credits for, um, uh, for graduating so I was there from like I think I started my sophomore year I took it after school then my junior year I actually signed up and um, actually did the class during the school year mm -hmm. my senior year I that's really cool as well. so yeah I know I do like traditional animation and I, I really do enjoy um, bringing something that's not alive alive mm -hmm. and getting like a reaction of someone showing it and like like Frankenstein yeah <laughs> I get it <laughs> but it's like uh it's a really cool it's i still dabble with it sometimes yeah especially since i got the ipad pro and uh yeah what's you um, draw on that i use like procreate you ever done yeah, that procreate procreate yeah, has an animation yeah. program and then yeah i did that one balrog gif of it going mm -hmm. back and forth and headbutting the screen i'm like god this took so much time but it was like so <laughs> it was so fun i'm like it's i enjoy animation a lot and that's why yeah. like um it's it's i wish well i know a few buddies that do it and it's uh it's a lot of work though freaking having right. to draw something tons of times make sure it looks perfect every time so it doesn't like get all like weird is a lot of work and uh but i i think that was my second love of art my first one was always comics when i was younger mm -hmm. and then for a while i was oh i thought i thought i'd do animation but it just didn't go that way yeah for sure mm. what about you brent you ever think yeah. about a career in animation Yes. Yeah. When I was uh, a little baby Brent, uh, I remember seeing a, a cartoon on TV and I don't remember how I came across this revelation, but it was a, uh, it was some like Noah's Ark cartoon that was on during like prime time. And I remember watching it and I knew somehow that people were drawing mm -hmm. it. I just thought they, they were drawing it live. So it's just like their hands are moving so fast. You couldn't see the pencils, you know? Uh, so <laughs> I, I was like, that. Oh man, I really want to do that. So that was like my, my favorite thing. And then, uh, I remember watching, uh, the, the first like few episodes of the 1987 Ninja Turtles cartoon. Mm. And I was into that. And then I saw, uh, issue eight of the RG comic series in a Homeland grocery store. And that was my first comic book. And I just fell in love with that immediately. And I've always like my initial passion for art was like animation, but it really moved over to comics at that point. Kind of flip flop. And uh, I was just like, Oh, this, this seems like the way to go for me. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. What about you? What about you? Uh, yeah, totally. Uh, growing up, like I said, it was like Disney. I was super into art like like history of art um i was really into like mm -hmm. da vinci when i was like eight years old i would go to the library and just like find books about him and then uh walt disney as well mm -hmm. i would like i would be like that kid not just like checking out like comic books or whatever i'd be like i want the biography of walt disney please and they were like wow that's okay that's an interesting <laughs> request for you uh mm -hmm. most you know it's only like adults that usually check that out but uh, i was super into i don't care story. for his animation i'm just here for his <laughs> politics <laughs> 
Um, yeah, so uh, that was always a big thing for me. I was curious too for all for for you guys if if you were to go into that. I, I think Britt and I have talked off air uh, over the years that you you know Pixar is obviously you know took off uh, with our lifetimes and it's been amazing. And I, I think Brent, you had mentioned that that would be like a goal of yours. That would have been really cool. Uh, Disney mm-hmm. was kind of my first love. I didn't even know really about anime, and I mean, I I knew of it. Uh, in the last few decades, but really until the last few years that I started watching it. Now I'm like, oh, this is like a whole new world. I, I never knew this would have existed. That would be certainly fascinating to be like if you were an animator under Miyazaki. I mean, oh, my God, that'd be amazing. Right. Mm-hmm. Never thought about it, though. So uh, for, for you guys, is, is there a certain company or, or place or style that you guys would go for? What about you? Uh, 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 I think I kind of like what Cartoon Network's doing, hmm. what they were doing. I mean, you know, it's been a while since I watched any of the cartoons lately, but I think uh, what they were doing with um, Adventure Time, uh, Steven's mm-hmm. Universe, and like a lot of other styles is really great. Uh, man, but I really love, um, what's it? I oh, you know what? I guess that's Disney though, but. Um, Everything is now. What's the one? I know, what's, but what's the one where it's, uh, oh, what am I, uh, Gravity Falls. Oh, I've heard about that. Oh, yeah. That's great. That was yeah. like mm-hmm. that's so clean animation. It's it's so beautiful. Oh, awesome! Like the way is it uh, is it flash animation on that, um, or is it hand drawn? Do you know? Some of it's hand drawn. I'm pretty sure those other parts maybe flash and mm-hmm. other devices. Mm-hmm. But I know yeah. that I think they probably uh, do the characters like hand drawn because I saw I saw the video that they for the last episode that the actual directors were animated the whole scene because mm-hmm. they didn't want the spoilers to get out. Oh, that's mm-hmm. funny. Yeah. Because usually they send it. Because you know, the crazy thing is, like, so I'm learning animation. Uh, they send a lot of stuff overseas to be animated. Yeah. They do the keys here, and then they send them over, like, I think, uh, I want to say South Korea, mm-hmm. and uh, they have an animated there. I don't know if that's still done now, but I think there's a lot of ways I've heard of that still. Kind of stuff. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. They but, talked I mean, about yeah, that no, I, in an episode of The Simpsons where they were, like, going behind the scenes or whatever. And they talked about sending the cells over to. Mm. Uh, one of the Asian countries, and uh, they made some joke about it that I can't remember. So this was totally worth the uh, deviation. <laughs> Daniel, back to you. No, I just uh, I wouldn't want to do a movie. I would. I mean, I think what they do on the TV shows is pretty great. Well, now they do because when you look at the old animation back then, the TV shows, I'm like, oh my god, they're so horrible. Mm-hmm. It's like a lot of like key animation, and it's like oh, my hands here, and it's like oh, it's here real quick, right? But there's no yeah. flow. So, but uh, yeah, I would think Cartoon or- Network would be pretty cool or Nickelodeon. Yeah, right on. That's cool. Some of the cartoons. Yeah. Like back in the, uh, the eighties when we were growing up, like especially the early eighties, uh, there was a lot of like rotoscoping Mm -hmm. of, uh, people and they would just like paint, he, uh, fucking he man over it. Yeah. Yeah. And it would look so weird. It's like so (laughs) oddly smooth. And then other points, it's just like a character standing there and it's only their mouth flap that's moving. And, um, it's, it was just like a bizarre, like workhorse version of putting cartoons together. But, uh, you know, it is what it is there. Um, yeah. Yeah. I thought it was funny because like those cartoons, they have like the awesomest intros. Like they're like super animated. Hell yeah. Then next thing you know, it's like, uh, uh, <laughs> like the next show, yeah. <laughs> they blew their wands. Everybody was yeah. like, "Oh man, that animation yeah. at the beginning is so fucking cool, though." Yeah, it it's, hooks you. It's been all our budget now, right? Yeah, like the Thundercats intro yeah. Yeah. from back in the day. Oh my god, that kicks yeah. so much ass! It had like this anime feel before I even knew what that right. was. I remember thinking, "Oh my god, the intro to the show should be how the entire series is animated." Right. But Could you imagine? This wasn't in the budget, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I have a question. Yeah. So, what was like your guys' first anime ever, like cartoon or movie? Like, 
you can pick one. Uh, Stephen, if it's okay with you, I'll, I'll go ahead and go to uh, allow Please. you a moment to think. Uh, the very first one I remember uh, getting absorbed into was Dragon Ball Z, but I, I think the one before that uh, was uh, Sailor Moon. You know, oh. multicolored heroes is my thing. I love the turtles. I love uh, the Power Rangers and then uh, Sailor Moon. I didn't really like get deep into the lore of Sailor Moon. But um, I like I watched it. I was like, oh, this is like, OK, I, I was connecting the dots of what anime was mm. at that point. We had like just gotten satellite in uh, Podunk, Oklahoma. And I was like, oh, I think this is what the uh, the hip teens at school are calling <laughs> uh, anime. So I watched some of that. and I was like, oh, this tuxedo mask guy is kind of getting in the way of all the, the ladies fighting. But whatever. And then uh, eventually we had uh, Dragon Ball Z that was uh, English dubbed. Mm. This started airing on UPN, a defunct network uh, now. But it was um, it, I, I really like got absolutely absorbed into Dragon Ball Z. It's like such slow pacing on the anime. It's just like tons of scenes where people are just flexing so hard as the camera pans across the background from the left to the right of the character and then like more background and it's just them like espousing dialogue that's like also exposition but also just like giving numbers for their power sets and uh i i was just like totally enthralled by it i would like set my vcr to record uh, just in case I was going to miss it or whatever. But yeah, Dragon Ball Z for yeah, me. Right I, I stuck with that for, I think, maybe two or three seasons and then uh, just lost track of it. But uh, Steven, yeah. what about you? It took me a second to think of it. I, I really have only gotten into it most recently, but uh, I guess mm -hmm. a while ago, when I when, before we did our Matrix series and, and actually watched the Animatrix in full, I had seen certain episodes of that. And I think that was the first time I saw any kind of anime. And uh, mm -hmm. I knew about it at that point for sure, but... Um, I really, it's still taking me a while to get, this stuff's better. The Miyazaki stuff's a lot more approachable to me. The uh, mm -hmm. Dragon Ball Z never really appealed to me. The 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 old joke about like the, the big mouth, small mouth jumping through the air. And there's like lines everywhere. Like I just don't, I don't get mm -hmm. it. I don't, I don't understand like what that, what the appeal was or whatever. But um, slowly I'm getting more and more into it. And there's such a big world out there to, to find stuff. But uh, yeah, I think one yeah. of the one of the episodes of the animatrix that was kind of like an anime style is probably the my first you know thing that i i remember actually seeing about it so a lot yeah. to catch up on and then like uh, another big one for me when i was in i think high school pokemon came out oh yeah and that just like me and my friends just got wildly absorbed into that because it's these cute fucking little characters and i remember my mom like i showed her this and most of the time she was just like oh that's nice but she was like oh these are cute oh, i was nice. like right it's not just me <laughs> that's cool you know and it turned into this huge phenomenon that's uh carried through to this day daniel what about you what was your first anime uh my first anime was um i don't know how old i was but this one like struck a chord like really got me got me going into anime hentai <laughs> <laughs> no, i'm not dave <laughs> wow. damn just sorry dave <laughs> love respect i'm just joking with you but uh no the first anime i ever saw was my brother got like a tape from a buddy down the street and we watched it it's called the fist of the north star oh that sounds cool oh i've heard oh, of oh my this. god yeah. it's so like crazy it's like hmm. like um I want to say like Dragon Ball Z, but like maxed out. Like it's pretty crazy. Like these guys like punch people and like they hit certain like pressure points and they just explode. Oh, uh, so like you could, you could watch the movie because there's a TV series, but I only saw the movie, so I didn't know that for like a long time there was a TV series. 
Yeah, until, right. Like, mm-hmm. Country Roll came out, but uh, you can find the movie on uh, YouTube. Fist of the North okay. Star movie. And uh, I watched it again, like, recently after watching uh, Spirit Away. <laughs> I was like, I feel like watching more anime. Yeah. I, that, was, there, yeah. <laughs> that one, and I think the Street Fighter movie anime that came out. I remember oh, those yeah. two. But that right one. On. Oh, yeah. Street Fighter 2? Yeah. The yeah. movie? Is that what it was but called? It, was yeah. in, uh, it was dubbed. It was, uh, no, subtitled. Mm. So, like, I think both of them were subtitled. From based on my memory, because I think the guy he got the movies from or like came, he got them from Japan or somewhere oh, yeah. else. So they weren't yeah, the time, really, yeah, they get, weren't, yeah. yeah, they weren't dubbed. So I was like, I most of the time I didn't know what they're saying. I just know there's a lot of action going on. I'm like, oh. but uh, yeah, I remember those. And then you know, like Brent says, Dragon Ball Z and mm-hmm. uh, Samurai Pizza Cats was on UPN 13. Uh, Hell yeah! And, <laughs> Hell um, yeah! I was ready to like fucking clown so hard on Samurai Pizza Cats. And then I watched a couple of episodes. And I was like, oh, this is actually pretty good. Yeah. I, you know, this is funny. I, I, I feel what that's they're boring. doing. This one cat has an umbrella as a weapon. Okay. That's, I you know, kind of like it, actually. He's not going to get wet. Cats don't like, don't like water. It makes sense. That's amazing, though. Yeah, I love that. Um, I, I, we'll get more into your history with Miyazaki as well as we get into the show. I'm curious for, for every guest that we have on the show's um, kind of history with that. But uh, this was great, man. I think this was a great opening. I think we should go ahead and get into the show. So uh, we're doing it. I'm Steven. I'm Brent. Welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff. And today with us for the third episode of Me It's August. <sighs> I'm going to eat some crow on that here in just a second. Is our good friend Daniel Sanchez from California, America. Daniel, say hello. Hola, mi amigos. Hey. Hey, there he is. All right. That's all the smash I got. <laughs> you and Brent both, brother. <laughs> oh, konnichiwa, konnichiwa. Yes, I get it. Yes. Uh, well, welcome back, Daniel. Uh, we're we're so glad to have you back. Um, when Stephen and I were like crafting the um, like the the show order or the the movie order mm-hmm. for the episodes, uh, we really didn't have any guests in mind uh, beyond our friend Allison. Uh, because she was uh, like in our, our text conversation, like saying, you know, she was a, a fan of it and whatnot. But then uh, you were one of the first people to respond that you were excited for Mia's August. And I was like, okay, well, sounds like you're getting <laughs> lumped into our bullshit yet again. So uh, congratulations on that. Um, but yeah, we are uh, truly glad that you're here because I do know that you are uh, a fan of anime and manga. And uh, you uh, will hopefully have all of the definitive answers mm-hmm. for every right. question we may right. have oh, no. about this movie and oh, no. uh, detailed <laughs> encyclopedic knowledge, deep bench information. You know, I want you to be able to list off uh, serial numbers of cell animation mm-hmm. whenever right. we spout them off in this episode. That's what we're looking for here. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not going to happen. <laughs> Oh shit! Okay, Oops. well, just be yourself. Yeah, I know. I mean, I enjoy it, but I don't know. Like, do massive research like other people do. I just enjoy. Yeah, like, that's uh, perfect. Did you Ghibli? Yeah, art and stuff like that. Still, still, in my head, I always say Ghibli. You know, that's fine. But it's Ghibli. I uh, I yeah. discussed this with a, a buddy of mine in real life the other day, and he said Ghibli, and I said Ghibli. We just kept talking about it that same way, and I was like, well, it doesn't matter. Like, mm-hmm. we both know what we're talking about. But uh, I was curious, yeah. Daniel, uh, how how do you usually say it? Uh, I just say Studio Ghibli. Ghibli, gotcha. Yeah. Ghibli. Ghibli. I think a giblets. Ghibli. I don't know why. Just giblets. Giblets. Yeah. Giblets. It's still Ghibli. all new to me, so I, I can accept it. But, I am uh, eating giblets at Ghibli. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm wrong, but I don't care because I pronounce everything wrong. 
Well, there's, <laughs> it seems to be multiple ways to do this one. So, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I think uh, we can say whatever. And Brent, I won't hold it against you if you want to say Ghibli whenever you want. Okay. I mean, I'll make Girls. fun of you with our guest behind your back, of mm-hmm. course. Oh, yeah. yeah naturally. Yeah. But I always do that. So. You guys, you guys playing chess still? <laughs> we guys, are. Yeah. We're, we're actually stuck <laughs> in a match. <laughs> we're stuck in a match right now. I'm, I'm, like, I'm about to the point where I'm like, we should, we should give up. I, I made a stupid mistake on this because, yeah, Daniel and I have been playing chess for like, I don't know, like a year or two now. I don't know. It's been a while. Yeah, we're uh, even. Then, like, Steven, like, whooped my ass, like, five in a row. I'm like, fuck. Well, I started... <laughs> we are pretty evenly matched. I, I started playing there, like, on this chess app. I started playing there, like, uh, tests. You have, like, like chess, like, I don't know, moves where it's like, what do you do on this scenario? So I started, like, learning, sort of. And then uh, all of a sudden got got kind of better. But uh, this, this go-around... Uh, I decided for the fuck of it, I was just going to sacrifice our queens right in the beginning and just see what happened. Man, big mistake. What a fucking yeah. boring game after that. That is hard. And it was early. It was like our second piece is gone. So, uh, yeah, next game will be a little bit better, but it's been a fun one. So, yeah, that was fun. Did uh, I, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this on the show, but there was a, a time where uh, my wife and I, we went to a, a resort. Uh, I don't know, maybe like four or five years ago. And they had these uh uh, in this little like game patio area, they've got a chess board mm-hmm. uh, that also works as as checkers, right? So they've got the the pieces there in this table. You just like simply set them up and, and call it good. Uh, my wife doesn't have any time for me to teach her how to play chess mm-hmm. uh, with the limited knowledge I have. So and I'm like, there's a horsey, and she's like, no. I'm like, okay, <laughs> you fine. tried. So I was like, well, let's play let's play checkers, and I forgot how to play <laughs> checkers <laughs> forever. So. So I'm setting up this board, right? And I'm setting it up like I'm putting the little uh, black uh, checkers pieces in the red and black oh, spaces. Yeah. I'm lining them up <laughs> like it's a chessboard on the end. And she's like, is this right? Something about this seems off. I'm like, I think this is right. I don't know why, but I think this is right. And so we start playing, but I'm like, I couldn't remember the patterns, you know? And yeah. so the reason I figured out that I was doing it wrong is because i started winning and i was like this can't be right if i'm winning we're doing this wrong something's wrong here so you made your own game shortly after it. we figured it out yeah yeah fair enough man but, uh but yeah so mm-hmm. today uh we're gonna get into some mini topics here in a second but we are we are in miyazagist mm-hmm. which is our completely unique name isn't that isn't that correct brent yeah. oh god all right <laughs> let's Let's just explain. Let's talk about let's, it. Let's just get into it, Stephen. Let's uh, stuff and other things, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so after uh, last episode, you and I had hit stop on our recordings on the last episode, including uh, our guest Dave Roberts' recording. Mm-hmm. And off air, he had mentioned uh, that his podcast, Generation Animation, available wherever you get your podcasts. Back in uh, several years ago, they also did Mia's August. And I said, what? I thought this was a unique dumb thing that I had come up with. And as somebody who's a bit of a connoisseur of dumbassery, I Mm -hmm. felt so dejected, you know? And he was like, yeah, if you go back on Fanoff's webpage and you look at Mia's August, it'll show up. And I got to admit, the boy was Mm -hmm. right. Uh, So I pulled it up on their website and uh they did it in august of 2017 2017 oh so wow. i will when say this is before <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> this was before I was a regular listener of okay. their show. So uh, I do have a clear conscious mm-hmm. consciousness. Conscience. I, I don't feel bad about it yep. uh, because I, I was not aware of it at that and point. And he was very kind about uh, it. Remember? At all, he oh, was absolutely. Like, no, no, no. Just yeah. great minds think alike. It's not like you stole it. Yeah. Yeah. He was kind about it. Which, which is good for me. But um, I, I was curious to see what movies they oh, did. Yeah. So I went back. Um, it was episodes 249 through 252 of Generation Animation. They did August, And we only have one movie that is the same. Yeah, well, that's fun. Slice. At least we didn't copy the whole fucking thing. <laughs> exactly, right? So uh, the only movie that was the same was Howl's Moving Castle, mm-hmm. which is uh, why we had Dave on. On that. So he talked about this twice. <laughs> he, he had so many other opportunities oh for God, other really movies, funny. and uh, I didn't even think to, uh, to look into that. Ago, but you, know, you got more thoughts. Yeah, it's, you know, it's fine. Uh, so episode 249 of their show was on Sherlock Hound. I was like, Whoa. what is this? I don't even remember hearing mm-hmm. about this movie. It's not a movie. It's a TV show. It's an anime series. Uh, it was directed uh, by Miyazaki. Oh, okay. Daniel, have you... You heard about this? I heard about it, but I've never head. seen it though. Okay, really? Yeah, okay. Like, yeah, I think it was just like one, uh, yeah, one twenty-six episode okay. season. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I never. I think I listened to the episode because I remember. I think I went back and listened to them because I think they did um, uh, Lupin the Third. Um, what's the Castle movie? Um, oh, uh, Castle of Cagliostro. Yeah. Mm. So was that part of the yeah. list? Uh, no, 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 they did okay. uh, Beyond Sherlock Hound. They also did Kiki's Delivery Service, which we're not I'm doing, and then Porco one, Rosso. Oh yeah, which we're also not doing. Oh. Did you guys ever record that that, sh- that movie? Lupin no, I've heard about no, that. No, I haven't seen it. Uh, I was talking to a woman at a liquor store. We were at, uh, it was Brent when I was getting your your bottle for your birthday. You were talking to me at a liquor <laughs> store. Yeah, it was it was you? You remember? You're a woman. I was dressed in drag. That's um, right. Hey, what I do on my weekends yeah. is my business. <laughs> I was talking to a, a woman trying to get a, a whiskey recommendation for Brent's birthday last year in Dallas when we were up there. And she said, we got, I don't know, we were talking about something and she, she went into this little tirade about punching Nazis. And I was like, fuck yeah, punch Nazis. And she was like, you ever seen Porco mm-hmm. Rosso? And I was like, no, I've never even heard of that. And apparently it has something mm-hmm. to do with Nazis. Uh, yeah. And being bad. So I was like, man, I'm really excited for that kind of, uh, all of his movies seem like there's just a whole world here that I just never knew about. And, uh, and so many like thoughts and, and essays or whatever, you know, for, for what the world is like, uh, through the medium of animation. It sounds fascinating to me because it's like pigs mm-hmm. that fly in Porco Rosso or something. It's, it looks awesome. I don't know. It's one pig that flies cause he was cursed. And, uh, mm. I think it takes place the first war, war okay. one, when they actually flow those planes, um, like the wood. Yeah. Ones. Like the, the biplanes. Yeah. Like the, yeah. 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 It's pretty dope. It's like Snoopy's. Dope. It's, I was like. Those those planes swing both ways. Is that what I'm to understand? Is that what you're saying? Man, back in World War One, you know everybody did. So yeah, that's so again, right. You know the world's in Sometimes you're sometimes you're a propeller. Sometimes you're a wing. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if that really makes sense, but I really like it. I, I don't know. Don't, don't overthink it. Don't overthink anything I ever say. Just roll with it. Let's move on. Well, thank you, Dave, for lending us your Mia's August. I was thinking there's other ways yes, too. We yeah. could have done Hey Oh Mayo. We could have done May. Oh, Miyazaki. Yeah. You know? Yeah, Miyazaki was like my first right. pitch, but that was, uh, that was, it was, I think we were at the beginning of May when I had, uh, right. mentioned that in our, our, our text. Plus, thread. we wanted a five, but, uh, five week month, right? So we could fit in more. So this yeah. is a good month to fit it in, which yeah. is great. But I mean, yeah. It's, yeah, it's this good. is kind of, 
kind of taking place of our uh, singular episode right. of uh, Asian pop culture. This is a whole month of it. So, uh, yeah, I figure might as well go with a fiver. Plus, Miyazaki just rolls off the tongue, you know? That's it great. That's great. I love that we both yeah. thought that. Oh, yeah, that's great. So, not mm-hmm. uh, me, yeah. but you and Dave, I think, is great. So, uh, super fun. <laughs> Did you guys want to get into a little round of mini topics, though, real quick? Does that pretty yeah. cool? Um, yeah. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and start us off just to, to get us rolling, but um, sure. I went to another concert the other day with my buddy James. He invited me out. Uh, he, oh. he got tickets. Gathering of the Juggalos. Yes. Finally got to see him nice. live, you know? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I was really yeah. excited. They're getting ready to retire, so I'm glad. I'm glad. Um, he, uh, he had tickets to Jimmy Eat World, who I, I oh, never okay. even thought was a band that I would really go see, but uh, I, I was like, yeah, I know their song, The Middle, that was really popular. Uh, it was like back when I was in high school and stuff, and I loved that song. I really liked that first or that album that 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 was released on. But I was like, yeah, that'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were a fucking blast. They had so many more songs that I knew I didn't re- really know that I knew, and uh, even ones mm-hmm. that I didn't. They uh, they were awesome. Uh, I also didn't realize they are a thirty year old band. They have they formed in nineteen ninety three, and I think their first album was like in ninety six. I had no idea they're like an early two thousands band in my eyes. But uh, they've been together forever. It was really mm. cool. Uh, they the opener. Um, was Middle Kids, who was uh, a recent band that I just found that Amanda and I, my wife and I, love. So that was really fun and kind of a surprise. They just played a few songs. They were really energetic. Uh, and then there was another band that I, I thought I'd heard some songs, but none of the ones that played were ones that I knew. And we weren't really that into it. Uh, they're, they're called Manchester Orchestra. You guys ever heard of them? Oh, yeah. It's mm-hmm. Yeah, they're on uh, Comedy Bang Bang oh, sometimes. Oh, interesting. Okay. It's weird, they, yeah. The lead singer has a really unique voice. Uh, it's it's not really my style. There's a few songs that were cool, but uh, I it was it was fun to go to the concert. It was a really cool venue in, in Houston, um, and I, I will go back there. And we have some other concerts lined up, but uh, it was cool to see uh, you know nostalgic bands like they were excited to see us. We we're excited to see them. Uh, it was really fun. There was some mm-hmm. like forty year old dudes that were like ska looking dudes. They had like long ass shorts. They looked like, like Kevin Smith. They had like long shorts, baggy pants and stuff, baggy, baggy clothes, whatever, backwards hats and all this stuff. And they started doing this dance that I, I've forgotten about, but I remembered, I had to look it up. I don't know if you guys were ever into like pop punk or, or ska back in the late nineties, early two thousands, but uh, there's this dance called skanking. Uh, yes, that's really I'm fucking familiar. stupid looking and you do it kind of before you mosh or whatever and these dudes that are like 40 45 years old were skanking there and I I I, I flashed back to my youth because I had a lot of friends that uh, that would do that we would go to lots of concerts back then uh, and do that it was awesome so it was just really fun um, uh, to, to see them so what is skanking skanking what, what, like, oh, i don't even know how to describe it it's I, oh, when okay. I looked it up apparently it's it's very old it's actually from like the 60s or something but uh i associate it with with like late 90s ska but it's just this stupid dance you kind of kick your feet you're doing like this backwards it, i look like a carlton right now yeah brent's showing a little gif I've, of it i've got a gif that i'm holding <laughs> up it's a it's the guy yeah you That's like basically it it's like you just kick your feet around you're you're kind of flailing your arms it leads into moshing because you okay. kind of do it in a circle like as a circle around you and you're kind of in the middle and then eventually mm-hmm. you might bump into someone and then it kind of starts it off but this is like i was never into moshing i was into skanking though it's i was it's just stupid fun it's just a stupid dance that everybody would do and i i hadn't seen it in like 20 years and then these two dudes busted it out you could just tell they were having like a blast uh, and it was just a, a fun jolt of nostalgia. So we actually got tickets for, uh, I think, a month from now or so, or a couple months, maybe in October, actually. Um, 
uh, All American Rejects are coming, and uh, they're bringing uh, God. There's a bunch of bands with them. The Get Up Kids is is my buddy's favorite band, so that's who's uh, why he's going to that one. But I saw All American Rejects in 2003 with my wife. They had a DVD that was released of that concert in Tulsa, and we're kind of in the mm-hmm. back of the the video. And so that was like a oh, this is gonna be really nice. fun. Twenty years later, we're gonna see them again together, which is really rad. So I'm just kind of in this nostalgic kick right now, and uh, really loving this. Yeah pop punk uh, vibe that I, I i dig like to to brent's um new metal i was into pop punk basically in that era so uh yeah, yeah it's cool and uh i'm really enjoying kind of going to concerts again lately so i wanted to mention that so mm-hmm. that was a blast uh yes. yeah it was really cool so that's cool well steven you went to see jimmy eat world and recently i saw my own world eater because <laughs> i've watched transformers <laughs> Rise of the Beast, hey. featuring the Transformer <laughs> Unicron. Perfect transition. I love giant, it. Giant, giant planet-sized Transformer. Oh, right? I did not know this. And he wants to eat our fucking planet, okay. bro. Even our beloved Boston Hobbit. Oh no. Uh, and look, I grew up with uh, Transformers. Like in general, I had a couple of the toys or whatever. Uh, wasn't like huge into it. Like the Turtles were my mm. my overall love that was uh, my my franchise uh that i gravitated toward however when i was a teenager and probably too old for this bullshit <laughs> i fell hard into beast wars uh Ooh, transformers and it was like a cgi animated show it was like slightly better than the the canadian reboot uh cgi animated mm, show by the same company but, um oh yeah, okay. yeah uh what, do you know what the name of that company no, is? Okay, great. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Burt Studios. <laughs> I'm sorry. I should shut up. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. That's a good tidbit. So, uh, so you're the expert witness here on the episode. Yeah, was, exactly. You did a good job. But yeah, you knew what I was talking yeah. about. Um, yeah, uh, Rise of the Beast, it was uh, Optimus Primal. And uh, he was like an Optimus Prime before Optimus Prime, I guess. I don't know. The the lore is kind of like mixed right. up or whatever. Uh, there's like so many different versions of the Transformers history. But uh, for this movie, uh, the Transformers have been here for a long time. I don't know. It's it's hard to tell. Uh, the actual like movie continuity is all over the place. I would say those first Michael Bay, the first five Michael Bay movies. Let's say they're just in their own reality, mm-hmm. and then starting with Bumblebee into Rise of the Beasts, it's its yeah, own thing. Enough. I hear that's not necessarily the case, but it's going to make things so much cleaner for you. <laughs> <Yeah>. Just <laughs> take my advice on this. But um, it was fucking fun, man. I had a blast with it. Awesome. Uh, I think, Stephen, have you seen Bumblebee yet? I still haven't seen it. I kind of want to wait for to watch it with okay. you. I know you really liked it, but uh, I just need to get on it. Oh, my God, yeah. yeah. I hear great things. There's a car. He's yellow. They call him Bumblebee. Perfect. He's a fucking Transformer, bro. <laughs> That's right. You'll love Andy it. It's everything love you love. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Great. See, that movie takes place in the right. 80s. Rise of the Beast takes place in the 90s. And there's some wonderful needle drops in oh, this. I love that. Uh, yeah. Um, there was a, uh, a needle drop of LL Cool J's Mama Said Knock You oh, Out yeah. that evidently prevented uh, the, the Mutant Mayhem movie from uh, using it because they were oh. both like coming out around <laughs> the same funny. time or whatever, both on Paramount. But... Uh, Rise of the Beast uh, is uh, we've we've got a mixture of the uh, Transformers we know we've got Optimus Prime in there Bumblebees in there we've got a couple of new ones one of them is RC the uh, the first I, I don't know if she's the first but she's one of the uh, uh, the more prominent female Transformers uh, she's pink 
looks great. All the character designs look Sweet. great. And then um, Pete Davidson voices, uh, I can't remember his name. Tackleberry. Uh, that Tackleberry. Tackle That's <laughs> what it was. You have seen it. <laughs> <laughs> um, he voices one of the Transformers. Uh, Mirage is okay. his name. And he's like the lead Transformer in this movie. And it was surprising. Yeah. But it kind of fucking works. He partners up with a, uh, a little um, like human guy. Uh, uh, I can't remember the actor's Shia name. LaBeouf. He was in that newer... No. No, he's not back? No, okay, no. He's still good. in Nymphomaniac as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, he's uh, uh, the... Oh God. What is the name of that uh, Steven Spielberg movie that's a musical that came out just like a year or two ago? West Side yeah. Story? Is yeah. That? Uh, I think it's... Yeah, the le- yeah Optimus Prime is in it. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. I didn't know where people were going to go with it. You know? uh, but like the, the one of the the lead actors in that movie is in this one. He's the lead human, and uh, uh, they partner up. They go on an adventure, and uh, it's kind of like what you expect from a Transformer movie. But action's good. The characters look great. You can tell the Transformers apart visually instead of just seeing like a bunch of gears and like jutting out uh, mechanical pieces. Uh, The villains are cool. Plus we have Transformers that are just fucking animals. You don't really Mm. like get into it. It's just like this guy's an ape. He's an ape. He's an ape. That's just cool. Ron Perlman is an ape in this movie. I mean that works. Hellboy's doing it. He's out there on these streets being a fucking ape. What do you want? Uh, it's, it's great, man. I really had a fucking blast with it. And, Daniel, have you seen this movie? No, I've been wanting to see it, but I was going to wait to okay. come out on one of the yeah. streaming services. Right. It, it's on Paramount+. Plus. Oh, okay. It's been out for maybe a, a month oh, or so. Oh, so you didn't go to the theater? Uh, no. Okay. No, I didn't get a gotcha. chance to. No. Uh, Daniel, I would highly recommend you watch this movie. I don't want to spoil anything for you, but like... You know, I feel like they're going places. I feel like Hasbro has a plan uh, for what they're doing. Nice. And uh, yeah, it, it was cool. There's a, a cool little thing toward the end of the movie, and uh, you kind of see where, where those plans are going. But overall, man, like Bumblebee, Rise of the Beasts, I, I feel like, you know, the Transformers train is on track, and uh, I'm on board as well. So That's awesome. There's that. I'd heard That's about cool. it. It looks yeah. better than the ones I've seen most recently, but I still haven't really... Uh, like I, I don't rush out to watch Transformers movies. Um, so this one mm-hmm. looked cooler at least. It looked like they went a different way. And I remember Beast Wars, but I never watched that. So uh, yeah, it seems like oh my I god, you didn't. Are you telling me right now you don't know about Cheetor? Are you telling me you don't know about Rat Trap, Stephen? I don't. Are you telling I'm me sorry. you don't know about Air Razor? Oh my god. Oh my god. I feel like I have a lot of lore to uh, to catch up on, but. Uh, you yeah, do. Yeah, get there eventually. I, I'm glad it's Absolutely. on Paramount Plus. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go to the theaters for that myself. But uh, I might watch that on like a, a Sunday afternoon. Check it out. You know, see what it's like. It's it's fun. It has some heart to it, and uh, yeah, it's just a good time. I feel like most of the jokes hit. Some of it is a little corny, but it's like popcorn movie right. corny. So it kind it's of is that like yeah. you know, you, yeah, yeah. You hit your your. Uh, it hits the sweet yeah, spot. Right on, I'll man. say. Good call. All right. Yeah. What about you, Daniel? What do you got going on lately? Uh, pretty much not much going on. Just watching when I can. I haven't been to the movies lately, much yeah. not as much as I want to. Mm-hmm. But uh, I guess the only thing I've been really deeply in, like knee deep into, is a uh... hentai. <laughs> yeah, I heard. I heard about this. I heard about uh, the show on podcast once. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be finger deep in. <laughs> uh, no, I've been watching. Um, what's it called? One Piece. The anime. Oh my god, Daniel, you gotta tell me all about this. Steven, do you know I have about no One idea. Piece? No, you got really excited though. Oh my god. 
This Please. is this is some wild shit. Daniel, go right ahead. Tell us tell us what One Piece is about. So One Piece is about uh, now I'm forgetting all the characters you put me on the spot. Thanks. <laughs> uh, it's about Luffy. 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 Yeah, Luffy, and a couple other pirates put together. Um, there's Noro Zoro. Um, I forget the chef's name, and then Nami is a navigator, and they have a reindeer named Chopper, and a guy who's a marksman named. Um, Oh, that's like my favorite character too. Never <laughs> but anyways, now is this the, is this the anime yeah, they, or is this the Netflix live action thing? No, the anime. The anime. The anime. Okay. I watch it on Hulu. Gotcha. So yeah, I'm like in. Oh, okay. I'm like in 200 episodes deep into oh, it. Oh damn. Damn. Yeah, so yeah. you think I know their names, but I don't know their names. The hard. first question when I looked no, this right. up, it says people also ask why is One Piece so long. So I was like, I don't oh, know. It's like. But it's like one of those things. So they think about like those Shojin Jump animes. Like it's the same thing with Dragon Ball Z. Like they drag mm-hmm. everything out. Like even though it can be done shortly, like there's like conversation, then some action, conversation, then some action. Mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. it repeatedly happens all the time. But it's a cool anime. I mean, it's something I have on when I'm drawing. Um, usually I try to put something on while I'm drawing, and I try not to pay attention too much. But this one usually is kind of distracting me a lot lately. And they're like 20 minute episodes, so like you see why you're like so many deep in. Especially that Hulu has all of them. I think it has all 10 seasons. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's got a lot of seasons. Yeah, no kidding, man. Steven, let me relay this to you. So, One Piece is uh, an anime that's based on the manga that's been long running, right? So, there's well over 100 volumes of Still going, One right? Piece in manga. Yeah. Um, they've adapted, a, I guess, a good chunk of that, but... Uh, sometimes it's, they kind of do their own thing, from what I understand. This is just from me talking to the guy at my uh, local mm. comic shop, who told me recently he's watched uh, One Piece all the way through and is like current on it three times Whoa. so far, three right? Times? Uh, three That's times. Three times. And as of August 13th of 2023, there are currently 1,072 episodes fuck? of One Piece. Oh my God. <laughs> so he's, he's watched like 3,000 plus episodes of this anime but he says that like he's he watched it you know each episode by itself going forward uh at least one time through and then like the other subsequent times he'll have it on in the background or whatever and like while he's uh cooking or or playing video games he'll throw on an episode so he can like see it but he's not like paying super close attention Mm -hmm. to it but that just blew my mind matter of fact I think about this all the fucking time. When I was doing yard work today, I was like, I can't believe this guy watched three thousand fucking episodes. Oh, wow. I, how does wow. how does someone have this time? Like, I was I watched Spirited Away. I finished it at two a.m. last yeah. night. You know, like I'm trying to really I'm, take it to finish I, it. I, I'm I'm uh, usually like. Uh, within moments of the finish line on a lot of the the main topics we have here, mm-hmm, uh, right. just because my my schedule is so insane. But I can't imagine I'll ever have time in the rest of my existence to watch every episode That's of this. Crazy. That said, I am curious because it is something that fans go fucking nuts over. Do you like it, Daniel? Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's like pretty <laughs> much a dumbass question. It's, a, it's like pretty much a pirate story. Uh, like a pirates, a pirates trying to find this magical treasure at the end. It's called the One Piece, mm. and you'll be the pirate king or something like that. It's just like, it's cool. It's like a people like you know those one stories like you come from nothing to build yourself to something great, and they gradually get better and better for everything they do. So it's a cool story. Mm-hmm. I enjoy yeah, right. it. it. You know, it's nothing like uh, nothing like Miyazaki films. Mm-hmm. Like nothing that breaks down. Like it just 
has these deep meetings. They're all just fun. They're just fun. Sh- mm-hmm. It's a fun show to watch. Right like, if you really like, like I, I watch it, but I don't like watch it like deeply. Like I just kind of have it on and I look at it. I'll like hear the audio and I'll draw or do something. It's always when something that's going on. And, um, but I mean, yeah, it's in like our work when it's, I'll have it on at my desk on my phone on the nice. side and I'm yeah. like working on a computer and it's like, I can look at the corner of my eye. So it's not something I'm like religiously watching. Yeah. I was always afraid to watch it too, because I remember when it was on Toonami, I think like they were showing episode 20. I'm like, Oh, I'm out. I can't watch that. Cause I'm like, <laughs> I'm not, there's no way you could find it back then. Like yeah. how to watch an episode to go back. And mm-hmm. I think that same thing with Naruto and then uh bleached is one too. Mm-hmm. That's like deep. Yeah. It's got like a deep falling. I think Naruto's got like more following of people, but uh, yeah, One Piece is pretty cool. Yeah. If you like, uh, check out the first few episodes. Right. If you don't like mm-hmm. it after the first few, then you're like, you're not going to like it the rest of it. I am curious about it. I, I looked up the number of volumes of One Piece, and there's 106 Tonkaban volumes. Dang. And Steven R. Tonkaban is like uh, those little like m- manga volumes. Mm. Like I've lent you a yeah. couple before for like Uzumaki mm-hmm. or whatever. So there's 106 of those wow. as of July 2023. And I guess the creator still, he's he had mentioned that he's wrapping things up, but it could be like five years to wrap it up or something like that so you know Dang. that's that's a long ass time that's crazy you know? man that's a that's a big effort to mm-hmm. make and to watch but mm-hmm. uh more power yeah. to all of you yeah that's awesome uh, i'd never heard of this it sounds cool i love pirate stories i'm done with that uh again this is like there's a whole world out there i just never knew about these things so and like there's probably like millions of fucking fans right <laughs> and i've never yeah. even heard of it <laughs> so like, yeah pretty rad well cool um i think that's actually pretty do you guys want to go for another round or do you want to get into the main topic what are you guys feeling brent what are you thinking uh i think i'm good yeah, on on my I think end i'm good too if you guys i i know yeah. you're good on your end cool. i checked it out before the show oh thank you thank you <laughs> all right uh yeah let's get into the the main topic spoiler free of course uh today we're continuing on with our mia's august with uh spirited away which is a 2001 film this was the from what i understand this was kind of the first one for american audiences western audiences that disney promoted really heavily and it and it uh it won the oscar for best animated feature that year and uh just really kind of took off i i remember working at the video store around this time and it, i remember the cover of this movie i remember it coming out this is the first one that i ever mm-hmm. knew about miyazaki uh i almost said miyazaki again miyazaki um and uh yeah so i i've known about it uh but never really knew much about this i never knew any of the stories for any of the stuff we did uh we also brent forgot last week to do our our predictions of what this movie was i don't know that spirited away really mm-hmm. lent itself to giving me any kind of inclination for anything really funny uh to, to mention yeah. and it goes in such a crazy story that i would never have expected but uh maybe we'll try that to do it for next week's so we'll see I was going to say, like, the posters for a lot of these movies don't really give you yeah. a whole lot to go on. Like, Howl's Moving Castle kind of does, right? You you see something on the horizon mm-hmm. that I guess is a castle. It kind of looks like a mechanical uh, fucking creature. Right, right. Uh, what's his name from Wild Wild it West? What, what's the producer's <laughs> name? <laughs> He's going to ape shit I forgot that, yeah. Worked with uh, Kevin Smith on the yeah, Superman right. movies. Like, I, you got to put a giant spider. mechanical spider in it. He would have loved Howl's. Oh, my God. Um, but uh john peters yeah yeah john yeah, peters john is the producer's name um so i and the poster for this one looks honestly i, I gotta say it looks a little bit boring it's just mm. like a girl standing there black background she's got it looks like a kimono on and she's kind of looking past the the uh whomever is yeah. looking at the poster right she's like looking off to the side doesn't look like there's a lot going on i understand the title is spirited away 
what could that possibly yeah, it doesn't mean, really you know? mean much to me yeah yeah outside of like, itself. like her character design looks like okay but it looks a little bit like standard mm-hmm. i guess right. Uh, but then, like, I watched the movie, and holy there's shit. There's so much more. It, there's way more to the movie, but also way more to her character right. as well. Like, it, it's one of those things where it looks better on screen, like, in the movie, mm-hmm. right? Like, her design works so well. All of her little mannerisms. Anytime she's running downstairs, the way she, like, holds her hands up and just kind of, like, shimmies down. Kermit arms her way down. Like, it's it just looks so good. I, I, uh, I, I, I do... Uh, understand why he went that direction right. instead of something that's like wildly like colorful or, or whatever for her yeah, specifically. Yeah. All the other characters kind of yeah. kind of do that, uh, and she can kind right. of be the the normal one there. But uh, mm-hmm. Sanchez, I was yeah. curious for your history with uh, Miyazaki and, and this film, um, but his films in general are, are. Have you been watching those also for a long time amongst your other anime stuff? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think. Um... I've seen most of the Studio Ghibli movies, uh, probably except for a few, like probably The Grave of the Fireflies, um, and then the the one about the family house, mm. something Family Guy. <laughs> Brian is a dog. Peter Griffin's no, 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 in it. No, no, I forget the name of it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I've seen most of them. Yeah, so right they're they're all a group. But uh, I think the first one I saw was back. I have it written down here. Hold on, I should have brought that up was a uh, Kiki's delivery service mm, and it mm-hmm. was on because you know like uh, they covered this on generation animation <laughs> back in 2017 you should go check it out it was back in like 2000 <laughs> okay one i think they had on the disney channel because remember like disney owns Ooh. the rights for disney I and mean, for studio ghibli movies mm-hmm. so they did for a time yeah, yeah so like on one of the disney channels when like back in 2001 when we got um um we got satellite because right. our family sucked. And so we got in junior high. <laughs> <laughs> we got satellite. So I watched the channel a lot. And then I saw Kiki's delivery service. I'm like, wow, this is really great. I'm like, right on. and I thought it was done by a same studio that did this one movie that Disney also produced was called the uh, little Nemo mm. uh, off to fantasy land. I've heard of I don't that. Know if you guys seen that? That oh. is like done by anime, anime studio as well. Okay. And then they look hmm. almost exactly the same. Like they look like the same studio made it, but hmm. they're not, I looked it up. But that one is uh, pretty crazy too. Like you could butt Little Nemo with Spirited Away because they kind of have the same ideas, but mm-hmm. Spirited Away is a way better movie. But yeah, that was the first time I ever seen um, um, some Miyazaki film. But right the, then when yeah. I actually realized what, who Miyazaki was, when my brother was in high school, I think I was uh, probably seventh grade, or my brother brought home. He was in he was in art class. This one art teacher and and Roland loved Miyazaki. Like she mm-hmm. was on. His crush, <laughs> she loved him so much. Like she just mm-hmm. always promoted his work, and uh, she he brought home the Princess Mononoke. Yeah, and, man, that film blew me oh, away. Yeah. Oh, I me was too. Like, what the fuck? It's it was crazy. Like, couldn't tell, like, and it was done in 1997, right? Yeah. So it's like, what mm-hmm. do you know? These films? I know. First Limp Biscuit, and now <laughs> this. Holy shit! What a what year! A year. Yeah. What a year to be alive. <laughs> so you couldn't like. It's just like crazy how well like the animated stuff compared to like all the Disney movies like what the fuck? why can't we do this but I guess you read like read in the background like how much work it took for them to do those things yeah wild and how much it costs for them to do it but uh yeah those are the first films I remember Very watching cool. when I was younger and then uh I know that when I was in high school and uh, when I started in high school I was a freshman the art took the art, same art class that the teacher was promoting oh you guys can buy tickets to go see Spirit Away in theaters mm. And I was like, oh, that's cool. But I'm like, I wasn't going to go. But I never went. I, I saw Spirit Away in high school, though. I saw it with my uh, 
junior year they, when it came out on DVD. Mm-hmm. I think 2003. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I saw it then. And then, uh, yeah, I was like, I I didn't get it when I first saw it. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is this? Because <laughs> I was so yeah. used to Princess Mononoke. I was like, oh, okay, he does these cool, deep things. And I saw right, right. it. I'm like, I was like, what? It's so different. What's going on here? Yeah, it is so different. I'm glad you say that because uh, I'm going to re- reveal right now that I don't really understand the love for this movie. It was, it, wow, it's, <laughs> no, I know, I know, I was, I was shocked uh, compared to the other two, which really blew me away, especially starting with Princess Mononoke. Um, this one, I don't know, it just, it just didn't click with me. And I feel like I've only watched the one time, uh, maybe after, you know, subsequent viewings, it would, it would, it would spur me on. It has great animation. It has great, you know, character design. Like there's a lot of stuff I understand, but I went online afterwards and I, I went on Reddit and was like, I don't like, I don't really understand like why the love. And there were a lot of posts like mine. Uh, this movie is almost universally beloved, but, um, there were a few people like me that were like, I don't. I feel like it was like so hyped, especially this movie in particular. I'm glad we didn't start with it because it really would have thrown me off for the rest of the month, maybe. And I'm really glad what we started with mm-hmm. uh, both of the House Moving Castle and Princess Mononoke really, really like impressed me. Um, this one mm-hmm. it was uh, I don't know. It just I, I feel like those expectations were super fucking high. I mean, it won the Academy Award. People talk about it online mm-hmm. like this is one of the greatest animated movies of all time. People talk about this like it is one of the greatest films at all of this entire century. And I'm like, I, okay, like it's, it's okay. I just don't, it didn't click. I don't, I don't know. And it really upset me. I was like, uh, I'm going to get burned at the stake when I say this on the podcast. So we'll see. But <laughs> I got to reveal it now. So what about you, Bernie? Shame on you, sir. Shame oh, no, on you. No, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Uh, Steven, I, going back to your earlier uh, mention of Disney mm. uh, heavily promoting this, I, I looked at the, uh, the uh, a Wikipedia article after I watched the movie, and it said that Disney actually didn't get to heavily promote this mm. because they didn't have any merchandising rights. Uh, <laughs> Ghibli kept really all of that, you. so they were like, <laughs> we can only market so much. Like, they had a banner, I guess, that said, get tickets for huh, Spirited wow. Away now, but... Uh, on disney.com at that point but otherwise they didn't do a ton of promoting so i guess it's more just like um, the first one that they brought over but they didn't even do much for that so that's interesting yeah yeah uh uh no it's like the second one they brought Uh, over yeah yeah what was the princess Uh, mononoke or was there another one yeah that was the first one they brought over and put in theaters Mm -hmm. okay because uh kiki's delivery service was brought over but went straight to dvd Mm. and one other one went straight to dvd as well gotcha Um, and it just seemed like it was trickling into the the Western consciousness uh, around that time, I guess, um, more and more, mm-hmm. like for like mainstream public. Like I I remember this movie, and I didn't really even know about anime at that point. This is kind of one of the first. It, same, yeah. same around like Animatrix was around that era, I think too, like two thousand three ish. So yeah, it's it was definitely just the one I, I first kind of saw around. I think a lot of people did too here, but yeah, yeah. Uh, so I I said that I finished this at two a.m. Mm-hmm last night right uh because i thought i was going to throw this on it was like i don't know close to like midnight or so and i was like i need to watch at least part of this just so i can get half of it out of the way because because i know i'll get tired part of the way through and then end up going to bed i threw it on i watched the whole thing (laughs) through uh i love this movie i thought this movie was absolutely wonderful uh i kind of get what you're saying but for whatever reason for me i was just like fully into it i was fully engrossed i think this is my favorite miyazaki movie so far Uh, i was i was worried that i wouldn't be able to like like they would all just kind of be like 
oh, these are all pretty good, right, right. you know. But this this one really kind of like poked its head up above the shoulders of the the other two for me. I think part of the reason for that is that I was so invested with the um, the the little girl. I can't remember her name. Was it uh, Chihiro? Chihiro? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and she's the Chihiro of the movie. (laughs) (laughs) They did it again. The whole time I was Um, watching her name pop up on screen. So, of course, I watched this dub with my subtitles on. Oh. Uh, And I thought, man, I can't wait for Brent to bring up her being the hero of this movie. Fuck it. You did it, bro. You know know what? I I can't help myself. Um, But I, I really was like. I felt protective of mm. her, you know? I don't own children, you know? <laughs> I'm a f- I haven't found any on discount. I don't have any coupons. You need to steal their names, know? then you can own them. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's what so I got to do. Yeah. I, I, what's, a, what's a good child name? Mabel <laughs> or, uh, I don't know, Esther. I don't, I don't know bad with names. But um, uh, I, I really did. I felt like I was invested with her... Uh, her parents turning into pigs. Mm. Does he have a, like a fetish for pigs? Like why, why, why are we talking about yeah, pigs yeah. so often? He does like pigs. He's a, he's a fondness for them. I think that's why he has a, a lot of his characters pigs. Cause Poco Rosa is a pig. Yeah. And then, mm. uh, same thing with the gods from, uh, Princess Monoke. And then, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Do you think his favorite turtles villain is bebop? Mm. <laughs> Gotta be. Uh, have you guys seen, okay. I don't know, uh, Sanchez, if you have a Alamo draft house where you're at, I can't remember if we mentioned that before, uh, out in California. Near- the theater uh probably but i, I haven't been to it okay i'm pretty sure it's like in los angeles yeah probably uh, they probably have them there uh yeah. brent I, well california is a small state i'm sure yeah that's pretty, pretty short distance to get pretty to small <laughs> real quick i just want to yeah. i because i thought of this right now and I, I keep meaning to mention it to you they have a a special uh turtles mutant mayhem uh menu right now including oh uh popcorn it has pepperoni chips <laughs> in the popcorn <laughs> what yeah fucking crazy they have a pepperoni and pickle pizza has little like love yeah yeah rad and then they have another one like a it's just a green pizza it's got like uh like an herb sauce it's like a green drizzle and there's like hell yeah dude hell yeah and then they have like a beverage they have like a a a green ooze drink that is like uh apple juice and lemonade together or something with like a green tent oh i don't know but uh, yeah i thought i thought that bee popcorn was fucking i was like oh my god is brent in the marketing department for alma draft house because that is amazing i love it i love puns (laughs) i love it (laughs) i'm glad absolutely yeah popped in my mind but uh back to miyazaki of course yeah um yeah i just i i I loved all the uh the the characters that we met like uh the the old like granny just seemed like an enlarged version of the uh uh, the the older lead character from Howl's Moving Castle, mm. uh, even though that movie came later, right yeah, by a few later, years. Yeah. Um, uh, I just thought like the designs were so yeah. cool. I give you that. Um, yeah, I I did think that like toward the end of the movie. Uh, well, actually, we're not not in spoilers yeah. yet. But there there's some like little creatures that show up toward the end of the movie that I thought looked a little basic, but for the most part I liked all of the other designs, all of the backgrounds as I mentioned on the previous episode, all the backgrounds fully rendered, fully painted, just lush and gorgeous. Mm-hmm. There's uh, the one character that um, has the multi arms. He's like the the older man. He he reaches up with his giant Mr. Fantastic arms and pulls these drawers open. And they keep the uh, painted uh, finish on the the drawers, but they're still animated. So it's not like they turn into cell shaded. Mm-hmm. 
coloring or anything like that. They just make the uh, the the paint follow the drawer as it's animated, sliding out, and it's a little yeah. attentions to details like that that I notice with Miyazaki's work. Plus, sometimes he's just animating an entire crowd of people. Like, there's no backgrounds necessary for certain scenes because it's literally filled with characters, mm-hmm. and it's just like a crowd scene where people are each doing different things, moving different right. directions, but it fills the entire screen. It's so impressive the, to me. It's definitely the the animation, the the character design, I, I totally understand, and I, I, I really do feel bad about not liking it. I mean, I, everybody can have their own opinion and stuff, but I was watching it actively, and I, I thought about our friend Allison, I thought about Dave, our past guest, and I, I didn't want to uh, mm-hmm. upset you either, Daniel. Uh, I don't want to be yelled at on the show today, but uh, I thought, man, I, I, I could hear them all crying when I was like not feeling it, you know, <laughs> in the background. But um, yeah, I definitely get that I'm what? the odd one amongst the world, you know, with this. I, so I think it takes a couple of viewings because I remember like when I watched it, like I said, when I watched it, I was yeah. like uh, 13, 14. I was like, what mm-hmm. the fuck is this? Yeah, yeah. I was so used to being like action oriented stuff. I was like, I just didn't mm-hmm. get it. And I wasn't into it. It seemed and basic watched... as a story almost comparatively to me, even though it's still magical. Well, school. it's, I don't know. I don't think it's basic now, yeah. but I think it's pretty. I well, after watching it, like I watched it twice this mm-hmm. week. I watched it oh, okay. dubbed and and subtitled. Oh, excellent! Oh, I was gonna ask you. Wow. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So, but then I was like, man, this is kind of like if you like took an eighties, like took like um the never ending story, like eighties mm. movies like that, mm. and just give it to a Japanese company. Like wow. this is that just like pushed to the max you kind of sold just, it for me with that mm-hmm. to be it's like honest. it's so crazy like this is like it's like i don't know that's what i'm like thinking like man this is to me like most of music stuff like they don't i don't see them as animation i see them as just films right they're just so mm-hmm. deep with just culture and just characters things you're like i just want to go walk into that scene and just be in there that's for sure what i always like about his movies but yeah no it took yeah I was uh it took me a couple of watches to like I'm glad you say that appreciate it yeah because yeah it was not something mm-hmm. like when I first watched it, I was like who the fuck is this big head lady well uh on that note should we go we ahead and move should. into spoilers so we can uh, detail some Absolutely. of this stuff <laughs> okay cool cool um so the the two little creatures I mentioned at the end of the movie is like that little mouse that's like a, a little chunk of a mouse uh, and the little like, I don't know, it's like a little uh, bird oh, yeah, the- bug looking thing. And I thought they looked so out of place uh, design wise with all of the mm-hmm. other creature designs that are in the movie. But even still, that's like just a, a pretty big nitpick for me. I was just like, yeah, I'll just kind of go with it, you know. Um, but I do love that the mouse was just like the giant baby I guess the whole time. I don't know. Some of it was like a little bit confusing, but just enough to where I was like, oh, this could be fun to like think around. And watch again. Uh, yeah. Like, a, a bit, you know. I'm sure there's yeah. so yeah. much more of this world. It's definitely could be mm-hmm. confusing, like, because there's so much going on that you didn't realize that that baby got turned into the mouse. I was like, even then, when I first watched it, I was like, what the fuck? It's like, who, where's the baby? And I was like, well, who's <laughs> the mouse? It threw me off when I first watched it. Like I said, I was younger, mm-hmm. but like, yeah. I, I guess you could take like that. Um, um, cause, uh, we're in the spoilers, right? Yeah. Yes. So it was it you, Baba, right? Mm-hmm. Is it the... Me, Bobby. You, Baba. You, Baba, the, the, the head witch lady of the, the... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, Baba. Mm-hmm. The hot, hot, hot mm-hmm. springs. And then her sister, Zibarba or something like that? Uh, Zaniba. Mm-hmm. 
Geneva. There mm-hmm. you go. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? There's two people with the same head. I was like, hey, dude, that one. <laughs> when I first watched it, I was like, what the hell is going on? So this is why I watch yeah, they it. look exactly the same. Yeah, yeah that's what I was like. They're, twins. They're, yeah, they're like, they mm-hmm. had the same rings on the finger. I mean, I couldn't pay attention to it well, but they, right. they look exactly the same. There was no subtle change whatsoever. Maybe a different outfit. They look <laughs> exactly the same. Yeah, you you think that one would have like a red dress on instead of a blue dress or something like that. Yeah. But no, they look exactly the same. I'm glad they're not in the same scenes together because that would have been even more confusing. Well, you know, it, it kind of threw you off because remember when uh, not your hero was a Haku Haku mm-hmm. yeah, Haku when he gets like comes at the dragon, he's all jacked up, and then mm-hmm. then the the other witch lady mm-hmm. Zaniba sister is Zaniba comes like into the building she's like a projection from the the paper mm. mm-hmm. i was like what the hell is going yeah. on I'm like what there's like... that was when i uh, like you don't realize like that's a different witch like you can you say it confusing but there's so many characters yeah. and then there's so many like a lot of them transform into other things and mm-hmm. then like even uh yubaba transforms into like a bird thing and then yeah. her sister comes as like a, a piece of paper that looks like an origami yeah. thing chasing the dragon. That's Haku because he's also got yeah. two forms. There's there's a lot going on that, that didn't really yeah. uh, bother me or anything, but uh, it definitely just does a lot to, to try to keep track of. Yeah. I feel like for me, I think it makes perfect sense. Go. It's easy to keep track of. It's just like obviously, <laughs> yeah. old lady, giant nose. It's, it's a beak. A, it's She's a, beak. a bird. It's fine. fine. For yeah. me, it yeah. really helps me watching this uh, dubbed with the subtitles because the names I, I would get lost in as well. Uh, Chihiro yeah. really helped. Like some of these names, I just I literally wouldn't know what they're saying. I, I don't understand them as names in my head. They don't compute that way. So seeing them kind of cements that over and over again. She also they changed yeah. her name to Sin, uh, which I would have thought mm-hmm. as an American, uh, I would just thought like S I N, but I knew from the subtitles it was S E N. I was like, oh okay, that was like so much. I just didn't have to focus on things like that. I could kind of keep oh, track of things. Like Sin Dog from Cypress Hill. Oh, totally. Is that true? I don't know. Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with you on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, uh, for sure. But on that note, I also mm-hmm. wanted to, to quickly go through the uh, the American voice cast list on this um, so we can have those on there. Oh, I'll, yeah. I'll kind of throw out the names there, and see what we got. I, I, again, I watched this movie. I read the little like one-line description of what the movie was on mm-hmm. Max, uh, the streaming service Max here in the States, and I did not look at the voice cast. So as I was watching this movie, I was like, some of this sounds familiar, but I can't quite place it. So after the fact, I looked up the voice cast. Yeah. And there's one person in particular I was very excited about. But yes, you have to go make right sure ahead. to let me know because uh, some of them uh, I knew and some I didn't. I had to look them up, but it was it was really interesting to see uh, who all played them. But mm-hmm. um, I also did myself a disservice this time. I know last time we talked about Brent and I about not really knowing what we're getting into. And then it's almost like hard to play catch up as you're, you have no clue. Like I didn't watch any trailers, didn't read anything. I made that mistake again. I, I, I had to stop at like 15 minutes in and be like, okay, what's, what's going on? Uh, so I understand a little bit, uh, but I also waited to, to the, for the voice casts and I didn't know anybody. I couldn't tell anybody in this time though. Um, cause yeah. they weren't that well known to me, but once I knew him, it was pretty interesting because Chihiro is uh, voiced by Davy Chase and um mm-hmm. she is also from that same year i think 2001 uh she's also the voice of lilo and lilo and stitch so i was mm-hmm. like oh I, I that that voice totally sparks memory for, i just watched that recently i've been watching that tv show with my niece she's really into lilo and stitch right now so i was like oh i've heard her voice a bunch uh she also plays the the girl in the ring uh samara morgan so and that era oh, yeah really? which is wild Wow. Yeah, uh, yeah. So totally different, you know, big swings from uh, Lilo and Stitch to, to the ring. But um, yeah, she's you still like a voice I, actor and I, stuff. So 
I pulled up the voice cast on Wikipedia and I was going through there and like, yeah, any name I didn't recognize, I, I went ahead and tapped on and hers was one of them. And I pull it up and I saw, oh, she, oh, she did a voice in Lilo and Stitch. I wonder who she did. And I looked, it was like, oh, she's Lilo. She was, oh, she was okay. Lilo. Straight up, man. She's, she's fucking balling. This is the whitest human I've ever seen. She's <laughs> Hawaiian. Oh, okay. Well, we don't do this anymore, but all right. Look, she's got a nice voice. I, I, I like her as an actress. Yeah, I think I think she pulls it off. But yeah, it is. Uh, well, something we uh, we've adjusted, right? Yeah, society better. But since then, yeah, that helped mm-hmm. me because I like Lilo and Stitch so much, and I knew it already, and I like her in that mm-hmm. role. So it helped me kind of translate to this person mm-hmm. to to Jihiro, uh, and kind of understand mm-hmm. her as as a as a hero of her story and everything. So for me personally, that that helped. And then uh, Jason Marsden plays Haku, and he is in a bunch <laughs> of stuff. He's he's Max from a Goofy movie, and he's uh, he's Bates yeah. the Cat in um fucking uh, hocus pocus so i was like oh this is oh, great it's Lilo okay. talking to binks uh i i totally got it uh you know help me so uh that was fun to hear him i, I love that dude um mm-hmm. for for voice acting and stuff and he's he's in a few live action movies as well from from a while ago i, I gotta admit i didn't like his yeah. voice in the movie oh, okay there you go Oh, really? I know him so like well, a, so I liked it. But yeah, I mean, he's a good boy. He's like, he came up like a total dick. I'm like, right. he sounds like an asshole. I was like, I don't know why. I just like, wow, God, I can't stand this voice right now. That's so funny. It, well, it I mean, can you totally can, change it for you. You can tell from the bangs. The bangs are really, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, you don't trust like, them. If you got bangs like that, you're going to, yeah, you're going to have an attitude about I it. I really. It's like, no one made you cut your hair like that, dude. But, you know. <laughs> Taking it out on everyone else. Okay, I cool. really didn't That's know what to make of Haku because he seems to help her. And then uh, I think it's Lynn yeah. later on is like, don't trust anything he says. And she's like, well, God damn it. I already saw my name, my name away. And I really <laughs> didn't know what to expect from him. But I, I love how their story plays out. I think that's one of the more beautiful moments I did recognize. But uh, and as uh, in subsequent viewings, I think I will like that more now that I understand kind of the where the story is going and what's happening with it. Yeah. Um, it wasn't that I didn't get things either so much. I, it did help me when I looked things mm. up to understand kind of like what the themes were and and why uh, Miyazaki did certain things and, and what he's trying to say um, about like growing up and adolescence and getting braver and stuff. And I was like, OK, like once I heard it was kind of I love your you say like never ending story uh, to Japanese artists that really helped me. But um, I also heard that, you know, this compared to like um, Wizard of Oz for one, but also Alice in Wonderland. And I was like, oh, I totally get this. Uh, a young girl being thrust into this crazy, uh, you know, magical world of all these different creatures and learning, you know, about herself along the way. And I was like, oh, that that really helped too. Uh, I didn't quite get like labyrinth. Oh yeah, good call. Fuck, I want to watch yeah. labyrinth now. Jeez, I haven't seen that forever. So that I think that'll help as as I watch it more. But uh, Yubaba and Zaniba were both voiced by uh, Suzanne Plachette. Uh, I only know her name from things. I don't really know her from much. Uh, David Ogden Steers plays Kumaji. Um, he was the voice of Cogsworth in Beauty and the Beast. The Boiler so. Man? Do what? Oh, the Boiler Man? Sorry. What's the Boiler Man? Yeah. That's the uh, Kumaji. Oh, the he's, he's Kumaji. The... Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. I loved his character design, too, like Brent was saying, yeah, uh, cool. with all the arms and stuff. Yeah. It was really neat. Uh, Lynn is Susan Egan. She was apparently the uh, Belle in the Beauty and the Beast uh, Broadway ap- adaptation. So we got a few... Uh, uh, Beauty and the Beast people mm-hmm. in here as well. Uh, John Ratzenberger was brought over uh, as well from here. I recognized. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, that's right. It's it's Disney. I know yeah. it's like a Pixar thing. He's in every Pixar movie as a cameo. But yeah, it's uh, like it, it John Lasseter was the one that really championed this movie so much to everybody. Um, mm-hmm. And so it makes sense. Yeah, they bring him over for that. Um, uh, yeah. Other people on here. I, it seems like they're big voice actors, but I don't know their names. I'll, I'll mention a few of them. Paul Eating is uh, Chichi Yaku. 
uh bob bergen as no face uh roger i love this roger bumpass bumpass <laughs> you know i figured you might know that brett i don't know he seemed like a, another another uh, prominent voice no, actor just... but I'm just a fan. Oh, yeah, fair enough, man. Uh, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, Tara Strong is Bo, the baby. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's a bunch mm-hmm. of people in She's there. She's in a ton of okay, things. Okay, yeah. There's yeah. like a, they had a lot of credits. I just didn't really know their names. But Did you look um, at who, yeah. who plays the dad's voice? Which one's the that's, dad? That's what I was landing toward. Oh, Steven, do you know who please, that is? No, I don't know the name. Oh. Oh, my God. Michael, Michael Chiklis. <laughs> Michael Chiklis. Wow. Oh, my God. I, I love Michael Chiklis. I. I celebrate his whole career, oh, you man. know, from the commish to whatever he's doing now. <laughs> I just like his whole thing. He look, I know people shit on those first two uh, live action Fantastic Four movies. Mm-hmm. I I he really like him face, as right? the thing. Yeah, he was rock face the thing. No, yep. the thing. Mm-hmm. It seems it's so simple. I really <laughs> forgot it. I couldn't think of it. I just pictured his rock face. <laughs> I mean, it should be Rockface, you know? In an alternate universe, it was Rockface for sure. Um, this is a but, this uh, mocking man, version. It, Fantastic Four. Right. <laughs> Rockface. Rockface. Um, and then uh, one of my like favorite uh, dramatic TV series of all time is The Shield, oh, which was okay. on FX back yeah. in the day. And oh my God, it's like uh, an excellent dirty cop drama. Right I have heard good and things. just seeing his name in this movie, like after the fact, I was like, oh shit, that was him. And now I want to go back and rewatch that entire series. But um, yeah. man, I just I fucking love Michael Chiklis. He showed up in a, uh, a season of American Horror Story. It was the okay. carnival one. And uh, he was like a, uh, like a strong man type guy at the, uh, at the circus they worked at. I think, or maybe he was the manager. He he was associated somehow, mm-hmm. some way. It was so rad. Matter of fact, I even uh, tuned into uh, the first episode of Gotham season two because he was going to be part of it. I didn't. Not for me. Not for me. But <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm glad he was he was getting work. I didn't you know he had a love for Michael Chiklis. This is amazing. This is like a I love, you love him. I love the Chick like man. Seeking him out. I love Michael. He's from fucking Boston, wow. dude. You love you it, know. Then. Oh, throw some respect on his name Man. like he'll throw you in the Boston Harbor. Yeah, and then Lauren Hawley is uh, the mom. I know her from uh, some other movies yeah. as well. So, uh, Dumb and Dumber. Oh, yeah. Man, fuck, yeah. I've seen her butt. Okay, cool. Samsonite. Uh, yeah, way off. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, man, great voice cast overall. I, I, I liked it for this one. Mm-hmm. We've talked a lot about, you know, like stunt casting, whatever, casting like well-known actors and stuff. These movies are kind of interesting mm-hmm. because you're trying to get American audiences to watch them more. And so maybe some recognizable names might help. Uh, I liked this one because it wasn't distracting to me. I wasn't, uh, there's a lot of people I was just right. like, I have no idea. It was fun to figure it out later mm-hmm. on, but I wasn't trying. I, I let them be their characters. And the other movies, I was really being like, oh, this is totally whoever. And then I, that's mm-hmm. what I thought about. So uh, this one, you know, allowed for a little more, uh, dis- you know, suspension of disbelief or whatever. So, yeah, I think from an American standpoint, from back in the day when these movies were released, like Princess Mononoke, I, re- I remember hearing uh, Gillian Anderson and uh, Claire Danes were going to be a part mm-hmm. of that movie back when like the advertising came out, but I had since forgotten they were part of it and they uh, don't really have as huge a, 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 a cachet mm. uh, for their names nowadays, you know, um, no disrespect. I'm just She's, saying, I mean, Claire but, Danes was uh, super big right then. Yeah. And everything. So yeah, but I, I feel like this is the best way to utilize American actors when you're like roping them into mm. it, you know, um, because their their voices are, um, I don't know, they just work. It just really works for me. Like uh, a lot of the earlier 
Pixar movies. Like Tom Hanks is Woody, mm-hmm. but it's he, he's so Woody it, though. Yeah, he yeah, yeah he he becomes that character so much that you don't really even think about it. like you intellectually you know that's Tom Hanks's voice, but Woody is a fully formed character on his own. Mm-hmm. You know. And then you know Buzz is also there, but uh, <laughs> you just you just kind of roll with it, you know. Do you not um, like Buzz? But I, I the voice. No, I oh, like okay. Buzz. I was like, yeah, I, you I know, think but, you like you know. Buzz, right? I you know really I prefer Tim Allen's politics to his uh, <laughs> uh, voiceover work, but uh, I prefer no, his cocaine. I, uh, that's my favorite part, actually. Everyone likes like, a little that's Buzz what here and there. To get back to, yeah, yeah, yeah. He creates his own Buzz. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> But uh, but yeah, like I, I feel like if you're going to um, bring in big name actors, at least cast them properly to mm-hmm. where like I didn't have any like I still am in disbelief that Christian Bell voiced an anime character mm. in Howl's Moving Castle. But there you know, you go. He did. yeah, it's right so, there. It's amazing. Yeah. American Psycho is <laughs> Asian protagonist, I guess. I don't know. Man. Uh, so yeah, we can uh, we can get yeah. into it. I uh, I don't have any notes. Again, I wanted to really just kind of live the movie. And uh, I watched mm-hmm. this one again myself. Uh, we're, uh, again, we're recording this on Sunday. I watched this while my wife was still asleep on Saturday morning. So I've been doing these as like a Saturday morning cartoon. I was playing video games and then I mm-hmm. was watching this. And that was really fun. I just I just didn't quite click with me. And um, I was feeling like, well, maybe I did watch it in one viewing. I, I was feeling like maybe I should you know turn it off. Maybe I'm just not feeling it right now. But uh, once I was into it, I was I was into it. But um, yeah, I feel like I'll, I'll have more to revisit with this later on, but I have no notes. Uh, wherever you guys want to jump around, I'm cool with uh, uh, wherever you want to mm-hmm. start. Uh, well, I'll, I'll kick things off. I, I made a note that we see an Audi, 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 belly Any? Audi, 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 <laughs> belly button car logo uh, <laughs> on the car that the family is driving at the beginning yeah, yeah. of the movie. And I was like, wow, that was like a, a choice to make, right? Like it's so specific. Like if you are filming a a live action scene or whatever when you have a vehicle you know maybe you don't take the time to scrape the the car's logo off there or you don't um you just like pay a fee or they pay you money to feature mm. that vehicle in it that makes sense but to actually go out of your way to make the four interconnected rings of the audi logo i was like huh i wonder what that's it's about like a, because yeah. it's like a german vehicle <laughs> but i guess like from what i've seen on the the wikipedia page they were talking about consumerism mm. as a theme of the movie and uh the dad had mentioned uh to uh chihiro uh when she was in the backseat laying down she was uh, kind of upset that she was gonna have to go to a new school and everything but uh, he had mentioned that they've got credit cards they can like throw bills on and whatnot so um consumerism is like part of the overall theme and then when the family gets to uh they stop at that bridge mm-hmm. and they go through and, and find that uh, abandoned uh, like carnival or whatever it is uh, they call it. Like the um, they, yeah, they, they go to that little like food hut. They can't find anyone. They just start helping themselves and uh, you know, porking down mm-hmm. on that food so much. <laughs> they become pork themselves. And uh, I got to say, man, the sound of people eating. <laughs> nah, not for you. Not for me. <laughs> don't, don't care for it. Drives me insane. I was watching this movie. My wife is asleep in the other room, but I, uh, you know, I've got an Apple TV, so I can almost effortlessly mm. connect my uh, AirPods right, right. to them. There's not sponsored content. I'm just saying. It's nice. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> it really comes in handy. And uh, so I'm watching this. So I've got the sound, the sound of like two giant pig people oh. chewing with open mouth <laughs> in my ears. 
And I I have like some form of misophonia where it turns me psychotic. And I'm like, I am about to murder everyone <laughs> on this uh, screen right now. It was driving me fucking nuts. But uh, some I powered through it early like i noticed that i was like oh what's this is really weird like the whole scene is really set up weird like why are they eating food that Mm -hmm. is just in this uh clearly abandoned park and they're just like oh there's a whole Mm -hmm. bunch of food here with no one around uh and they start gorging down Mm -hmm. and there's like a a pig noise like a quick snort i noticed uh, amongst their eating so yeah Mm -hmm. they they kind of and i was like oh that's weird and then then she goes back and they're much bigger and then they turn around and they're full-on pigs yeah Mm -hmm. uh that was uh, Mm -hmm. that was a that was a wild again that was before i i was like what's this movie about um and so that was yeah. weird uh speaking of I, we could have done this i guess in non-spoiler territory but sort of the, mm-hmm. the general plot line of this uh chihiro is a 10 year old girl she's going with her her parents moving to a new city they are a small town i guess uh they stop on the way uh, they kind of get lost they stop find this abandoned park her parents gorge on this food and turn into pigs she gets stuck there there's it's like a spirit world um she meets a a, a guy named haku who kind of helps her survive that world and try to get back um she ends up and getting a job there um and kind of gets locked as like sort of like a slave she she loses her the power of her name um to the to the witch that runs the place and then uh kind of has to go on her journey and and learn about herself and self-sustaining and Mm -hmm. um like like we said there's a, a lot of themes in there about consumerism and um like the westernization i guess of of japan and then in the uh, commercialization and stuff, the consumerism that were, you know, after, yeah. after we, we won the war. So it was, uh, yeah, it was an interesting take on a lot of different things. I feel like I didn't catch quite as many, you know, of the metaphors and, and, and symbolism in there that, the, that there is, he really does put so much thought and effort into these movies, but, uh, yeah, it's kind of the basic story. She, uh, she has this journey and, and tries to come out the other side, a, a, a hero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Not just a hero, <laughs> but an actual hero. Damn straight. <laughs> uh, go, going back to the uh, to the pigs eating there. You know, in uh, the animated movie uh, Charlotte's Web, I won't acknowledge the book. Uh, the animated movie Charlotte's Web, where uh, Charlotte the spider throws up a little like web in the corner, and uh, to prevent Orson the pig from being mm-hmm. eaten, she in the web she knits. That's some pig, mm-hmm. you know. And really, like, converts the farmers. Like, oh, I won't fucking brutalize this right. poor little piggy this time. Because the spider you know? told me to. Do you think? Yeah, it yeah. makes sense. Doesn't even question <laughs> yeah. it. He's like, oh wow, <laughs> got some like some magic shit going on here. Uh, do you think uh, there's a a scene in this movie uh, that got put on the cutting room oh, floor probably. where uh, it cuts over to a spider as those two parents are giant pig people engorging themselves on food, and it's just a spider web that says. God damn! <laughs> you like that's D A Y U M. Damn! Yeah, <laughs> damn! Holy shit! Yeah, I feel like uh, there's probably some cut cut, cut scenes on the on there. You know, because once mm-hmm. you start animating things by hand, uh, you can just throw them out willy nilly. Though, you know, once it's done, you gotta oh, tighten that up. Oh, it's the easiest thing to right. do. It's like the Spider Man yeah. director. Sure, I spent 18, 18 months of my life on this. Ah, just toss it. Sorry to interrupt, but didn't that like food look so good? Like it was. Like, it really did. I was like, yeah, I would. I would eat it. I would mm-hmm. eat it. So I would have been a pig. It looks so <laughs> yeah, good. It like, smelled but, good. Like it like, looked I like you understood them. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially that one dumpling that was like see through, and like mm-hmm. it just kind of when he picked it up with the the, the chopstick and just like just hung like the weight of yeah, it. Yeah, that dumpling tongue, baby. And he's like swallowed it all. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> you gotta love a hung dumpling, man. You gotta love it. 
Uh, speaking of transparent, uh, Sanchez, when uh, when we get to No Face later in the movie, and he's like semi-translucent, but then as he starts eating people, you can see that like the form of that person gets put in the darker part of his body, but the rest of it is translucent. Mm. And then toward the beginning of the movie, um, uh, Chihiro is starting to disappear before Haku uh, gives her like something to eat to like reduce it. But uh, she like puts her hand up and you can see through it. Uh, I fucking love that, mm. man. That looks so rad to me. I don't even know how they pulled that off. Maybe it's like they got computers in there on that action or maybe there's a like an actual handmade technique yeah, to do that. But it was cool. Like I, I loved all of the visuals yeah. in this except for the little like mouse guy. <laughs> but, you know. That, that was okay. You had mentioned uh, the stuff in the background, too, like just how how detailed everything is. When I was reading about the movie mm-hmm. afterwards and trying to understand the love of it and everything, uh, animation obviously got brought up, the, the art in general, just how beautiful everything looks, the characters. But they mentioned those little, like, uh, they're, they're kind of like little spiders. They're like soot characters that bring the, oh, yeah. the colon, you know? Yeah. And someone was That's like, cool. if you yeah. look at them, they are all individually animated. They are not copied and pasted like they would do in so many other things. And I was like, oh, I guess I, mm-hmm. I that stuff, it's almost like at this point, maybe the third movie of these that I've seen that I was like, I, un, I, I've almost felt spoiled by the other ones, I guess. Like, it's almost like I know inherently that this was a lot of work and that it's beautiful and, uh, and it's so amazing that it's hand-drawn, especially in this era and stuff. But, um, it's almost like, well, yeah, but it's, you know, it's cool, but it's like, there really is some fucking <laughs> artistry here, right? It's crazy. Yeah. Good. yeah. And they have all these tendrils on them. So, and they all have to like right. move to, to make sense. Otherwise they're going to look like they're like spinning in place or something like that, but they don't, they just, I don't know, man. Like I, you had mentioned earlier, wouldn't it be cool to work for Miyazaki? No, <laughs> I don't want that workload. It sounds pretty I, I want the, <laughs> Yeah, I'm tired. Just let me make it. He man's mouth right. move a little bit, yeah. you know. Yeah. No, I think there's a. I think there's videos out there. I think Dave covered it last time that he is a slave, not a slave driver, but he wants mm. perfection. Right. So yes. if he's like not mm. perfect, like I don't think it'd be fun to work for him. Yeah. You know, like he would like workspace. Say you spend like, like it spend it takes hours to draw stuff, make stuff move and clean and look nice. Right. And say you do something, and he's like, no, do it again. Like I would be I like, just nope. did it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I would like just throw something at him. I was like. <laughs> So, like, I don't think I could do that. I work for that guy. I mean, he does great. They do great stuff. And it is great to have a high expectation mm-hmm. for animation because what has come out of the, of their, the animation they've done is is beautiful. But I'm like, dude, mm-hmm. the work, the effort that it takes to do all those things, I'm like, yeah, yeah no, I'm good. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, and uh, Dave had mentioned that he redrew huge portions of maybe it was Howl's mm-hmm. uh, or could have been a different movie, but like. 75% of it, he would like, he was hands on mm-hmm. with uh, those cells, which is insane. An insane amount of uh, time spent on just supervising, though, like 75% of the cells, plus whatever he's working on. He's doing like storyboards, right. he's writing the dialogue, he's uh, drawing cells himself, you know? It's just, that's all consuming. It's pretty crazy. Which yeah. uh, I guess is why he's he's got such a uh, contemptuous relationship with his son. Uh, or maybe he did. I don't know if that's since been resolved. Okay. Well, see, but, this is. I'm so curious yeah. to know more about the man and uh, and the history of this. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, our buddies, also had. Should we invite <laughs> him on? Human text him. Dave and Andy, I think, had had recommended that documentary about him. There's like a four part documentary or something about Miyazaki. 
Yes. I'm fascinated uh, by full that. Full disclosure, I'm uh, 10 minutes into the third oh, episode. okay, there you go. Of that bad boy. What's, what's available and, uh, on? In it, what are you uh, it's NHK Japan's website. Oh. I think you can find certain episodes of it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of going back and forth. But you have to go through NHK Japan's website to find it. Like, if you have the app, it's not on there, which would make things so much easier to uh, watch. So I have to, like, cast it to... Oh, yeah. Is it sponsored content? My <laughs> Apple TV? Should we be getting ducats from this? But uh, but yeah, so I, I I have to watch on my phone or I cast it to my right. TV to watch it. But uh, it is interesting. It details the uh, making of Ponyo, though. Oh, sweet. Which is going to be the next gotcha. movie that we discuss. Okay. So, uh, you know, yeah, there's, I guess, some slight spoilers in that. So I, I have a better idea of what that okay, movie is about cool, than cool. Uh, I did before. <laughs> it's about a pawn, yo. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, easy, you get easy, it. Easy. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I'm looking. I have this on my screen next to uh, to me right here. I, just a bunch of the character designs, and and one in particular is that the old lady uh, Yababa, and her her giant nose and her giant fucking head. Um, and mm-hmm. I really like. Um, I don't know. I like all the different characters for different reasons. She was a surprise to me. The big baby was a surprise to me. I knew the the girl from the poster. I knew uh, No Face because I've seen that from some po- some versions of the poster and everything. He he was much yeah. different than I expected. I, I looking at the like Same. the main one that I've seen right here up right here is like towards the end of the movie when they're on the 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 train um, sitting next yeah. to each other. I thought he was like her friend. I I thought this. I don't know mm-hmm. uh, what uh, so many of the movies are about like uh, my no- my neighbor Totoro, but I thought. Oh, this looks like maybe it's her neighbor and they're nice. I don't know. Like it, it was so different mm-hmm. than I expected. Um, again, I feel like part of my expectations played with this, either good or bad, like just uh, thinking this is going to be the best animated movie of all time for one, but also not really quite understanding what the plot was going to be. So uh, once again, I feel like as mm-hmm. I watch it again, it'll help me. But uh, that was a surprise to me. I uh, The whole bathhouse thing. Uh, I, I don't know much about mm-hmm. that culture. I had to look that up. Uh, there's so many surprises in this um, that I, I, I'll have to get used to on the second viewing, I guess. You know what's fun? Like a fun thought exercise is like what stuff that we all know about it as like Americans or people in North America, like what is our media that maybe goes overseas that they just sit on for a while? Or it's like, oh, I've heard about this. I oh, never yeah. really do- like dove into it. That people in like... 10, 15 years are going to be like, yeah, I've heard of uh, Thanos in Endgame. I think he's <laughs> friends with Batman. Yeah, I think he just shows up and like... Fair enough, man. He, he fights uh, the guy in a flag, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is with him. And then they watch the movie like, oh, I was way off. Um, but yeah, man, going back to the bathhouse, like, what... You want to go to weird one? place to... <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting real stinky here, you know? Um, I... Uh, it's just we don't have those here, right? So I kind of don't so get it. Culturally. Like, well, you can't say we don't. There's still like bathhouses. Have you been to I one? Think, uh, like, kind of. No. <laughs> are you? Are you there I now? Think, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, like, uh, not in a take of what they do, <laughs> but like, uh, was it? I think like the Greek or uh, the European culture mm. kind of do bathhouses. Oh, yeah, I can see that. We just like America. Yeah, yeah. Like, I've always heard of it what in America. Is it? What is it? So I looked this up afterwards. I had I was curious. I've always heard of this in American mm-hmm. movies as like a if you're if you're a guy and you go to a bathhouse, it's like a gay thing. I've I've always heard of this as like a 
a place. Not yeah, that it's, it's like predominantly that. how Americans think. Yeah, and so I, I oh. that was really weird because yeah. it's like a kids movie, and I was like, oh, that's strange. They literally are just houses. Or there, there are places for the public to go and and bathe. Apparently, they didn't all have yeah. baths in their homes, and so they would they go and like shower, get clean, and then you go into like a communal bath where you, when you're clean with and they're separated by gender, and then you go and and just kind of hang out there and it's like so you don't you don't have your own stuff at home but they have all these different like perfumed waters or steam rooms and all this stuff it sounds interesting to me uh, I, I i love learning more and more about japanese culture i would love to visit someday but this is a, a complete cultural thing mm-hmm. that i just don't really know much about <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right we're doing the bathhouse tour <laughs> with eltas <laughs> eltas out oh, i think it's a crazy thing because like it's so normal for them because like as Americans, we we assume to have a bath and somewhere to shower, right. and a restroom. But like you know, like you looked it up, like it is a like a not a necessary thing to have where you're living. Yeah, you know, there's places to to do those things, a shower and bathe, and I don't know if they do it every day or once a week or whatever. Right, that they can afford. But like it's pretty crazy. Like they're they'll forego like that like essential need, mm-hmm. a shower room, or do we assume to have, but to live wherever they're gonna live at. But like that's crazy. Yeah, they said like modern that, is, yeah. that most people, most Japanese houses do have, um, yeah, uh, you know, all the plumbing for that and everything. I, I've also heard before, mm-hmm. I, I believe that Japan, you know, a small island, they don't they don't have like a, a lot of old houses. They they raise and then rebuild like every like thirty years or something. I've I've heard before. So they they're always like revamping. I guess the the technology and what people expect in their homes. But now it's more of they still have the bathhouses, but it's it's specifically for the community spirit it's to go see the people you want but you might be able to bathe at home but it's still like a whole experience so um i'm intrigued by that Mm. yeah but um i'd never really known and then i definitely didn't expect it in this movie to be like that's the central place that they're at you know that's what uh, what her job is you know and look if you are like steven and i watching this movie for the first time i'm like well this takes place in a bathhouse surely they got to have some stinky customers come through there yeah 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 they do and one of them is apparently made of shit it's made the monster of shit the stink Dogma, monster right yeah yeah well, yeah the gold yeah, alpha came, yeah that's a... that's what i want to be <laughs> check out episode 300 of our show uh yeah he you know, like shows up it's just like a full-on shit monster. Like he's kind of gray in in uh, the dark or whatever. But as he gets closer to the light and is inside the bathhouse proper, I was like, "Oh, this is full-on like puke turd looking shit." This and is he leaves a trail yeah. everywhere he goes. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Disgusting. Yeah. It's not good. Not good. That's a big bath but, uh, too, man. He, that he got in. It, that is a big and bath. Then, and they hop in there and uh, and there's yeah, a bicycle in they, them. Uh, get to work. <laughs> As you do, well, like, you know. <laughs> isn't that the, the crazy part? Because, you know, you end up finding him in the end. He's like a, a river god. And, like, all mm-hmm. this sludge and stuff is based on humans. Like, what we have thrown into the river and our mm-hmm. human uh, consumption. You didn't get that, interesting. You, didn't get that <laughs> you just No, yeah, I was just distracted <laughs> by, like, oh, this shit monster has turned into the severed head of Dulcim from Street Fighter <laughs> with a, a tethered on bottom jaw. Yeah. I was like, wait, what is this guy? He's that, a, that was he, weird, but. He's a river yeah. god. He's a dragon. So, and yeah, that's like all this stuff, like, gets, you know, like all like, things get thrown into the rivers, right. like, by people. Mm-hmm. That's why he's so dirty. That's what the bathhouse was like. I think when they talked about Yubaba, said that this is where demons and gods come to wash off the human filth. Mm. That they deal oh. With. oh, and that's why they think so humans think are so what, fucking stinky. 
because they all yeah, complain about yeah, her. Yeah. Man, I just made that connection. Yeah, okay. yeah exactly. Interesting. I see. I, wow. I, so I got some of those yeah. things, and then a few I had to read about, yeah. and then I was like, okay, it's like it's about consumerism, but then also with consumerism, there's a lot mm-hmm. of waste. Where obviously it's like there's like environmental things in this. Um, there's a thing too. I didn't I didn't quite catch this, but someone mentioned online that the the details are so detailed. <laughs> nailed it uh they're so <laughs> they're so detailed that um in the beginning when they cross the river that there's no water in there's like rocks they have to go across and she has to like step really far across them when she goes back across it later they're like all together um it's like and it's supposed to be about like her journey and like i don't know there's like there's so many little things in there that i, I probably missed and i'm curious mm-hmm. to go back again but uh yeah it's interesting to see like the the filth of humanity kind of be represented in this fantastical way. Yeah. I didn't think about that either, that uh, all of that shit was just stuff that you would see in a river or yeah, that would like get caught up inside of, of that type of yeah. character, you know, That's, you're, you're I wrong. like that. It's, I like it's that. Probably human shit. <laughs> I mean, either way, it's our problem, right? We're shitting in rivers. Yeah, absolutely. We're throwing absolutely. bicycles in rivers and shit. Mm-hmm. It's our Look, problem. I'm saying like, if you take me to a lake here in uh, flyover state Oklahoma, and you see me get a big smile across my face, <laughs> I'm probably shitting. You know? What a visual. <laughs> yeah, the world is my toilet, you know? So flush, flush. I'm curious for... No, that's for, disgusting. I would never... I'm curious for you guys to explain kind of your your love of this movie. Like, uh, I, I mm-hmm. understand what happened. It just doesn't click with me, like I said. I, I didn't... Mm-hmm. It, it seemed like a more basic story, just kind of, you know a young girl and her, her like coming of age journey in this fantastical world. But compared to like Howl's Moving Castle, like it just, and, and especially Princess Mononoke, which really fucking blew me away um, as this grand mythical, you know, wartime story or whatever. Um, I just didn't quite click with it. So I, I'm curious if you guys can, can kind of sell me on uh, why this is so magical, you know? I think it's a good story because like you see in the beginning, like uh, Chihiro is like leaving, leaving her hometown to go to a new area because the dad got a new job and she's like so like angry and sad that she's losing all her friends mm-hmm. and like she's just like you know being a the kid you know down and a sad dick. you can say it mm-hmm. and like yeah even like, <laughs> even when they go remember like they they get lost and they, and they come to the tunnel and like the dad's like let's go check it out and then like mom's like yeah let's go and then the chair's like no right. why why are we gonna go in this <laughs> stupid hole i want to go back to the car and go and like she's such a scary cat and like i think it's cool because her character grows so much because, you know, it's like with any person, like you really, most people don't want to do certain things. Mm-hmm. And then when it comes down to it, like you, it's either fight or flight, you know, I mean, they, mm-hmm. even though she gets lots of help, because if she didn't get lots of help, she would have been dead right away. But like, she still got to, you know, she got a lot, lots of help. She still had to put the effort into like, take that step. Mm-hmm. And slowly and slowly and surely she takes little steps and like, you know, she starts, you know, like as a person that starts running and starts doing things. And she finds the strength to be a, a better person and not have to, maybe she still has to rely on people, but like not like shut down completely mm-hmm. and be like, I don't know what to yeah. do. Oh my God, what really going to happen? She eventually is like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that and take upon herself to do certain things. Like most people would like, like I think I, if I was stuck in there, I'd be like, fuck, I'm going to eat that food because I don't want to do it. <laughs> so she turned yeah. to a pig. I was like, fuck It'd it. It'd be easier life, man. Uh, my own feces and just roll around yeah. eat food but yeah no it's a good uh i guess coming of age story and like uh, just being a stronger person after dealing 
being pushed to that limit and say, Hey, you got to do these things or else like there's no other, there's no turning back. Mm -hmm. Like you got to do this. Stuff. Yeah. And it's like, I, yeah, there's a, a strong sense of perseverance yeah. from her character that I really liked. And I, uh, I want some of that myself, you know, <laughs> I'm trying to learn a lesson from this yeah, little 10 year old girl, you know, yeah. it's like, Oh man, she can just really like buckle down. Like she got thrust into this world, uh, so quickly. And it's not just that like, She's Alice who fell down, you know, the tunnel and is now in this like wonderland. Yeah, she has to get out. She's dumb. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, she didn't want to go down there. She got put into the mm -hmm. situation. Yeah. And it's not just her trying to escape, it's her also having to rescue her parents while all these other calamities happen. And it's it is a little bit of a fetch quest, like go here to get this, go here to do this. But I was here for that mm -hmm. journey, you know? It, it seemed like very much an adventure tale, um, similar to like an Indiana Jones, but with a uh, uh, a ten year old mm. girl in Japan. You know, so it it was uh, just like a fun adventure movie, and uh, yeah, I, I liked a lot of the characters. I kind of didn't understand the the hatred for the humans uh, that Lynn had because she looked human as fuck. Yeah, you that know? was, she was like. Mm. Yeah, I was like, is she supposed to be different? Because you have other characters that are like straight up frogs, and then you have humans that kind of look like frogs. Mm -hmm. And she was neither one of those. She was just like a an adult human mm -hmm. woman. Yeah, she yeah. was like, like the, the yeah. She was the most human looking person there because everyone kind of like resembled yeah. a frog. Like even the women, some of them yeah. kind of look froggish, mm -hmm. and all the men mm -hmm. look more froggy, like frog. Yeah. Like, and yeah, then, uh, mm -hmm. there's so many crazy variations there but yeah she that was part of I, I tried not to to focus on that but that was kind of confusing sometimes uh trying to figure out the characters their motivations um but like who they are what they are and lynn is kind of that way it's uh you know didn't didn't quite understand like is she human like are they all hate them mm -hmm. or whatever um just the whole idea of the the magical you know creatures there but you both, yeah, did a great job there. I mean, like, I that sounds wonderful. When I was reading about online, that's kind of what I read too from people. It's just, you mm -hmm. know, just this beautiful story, like, of this girl who's so scared to be getting to do anything, and then by the end, uh, mm -hmm. with that last line, I guess, uh, when her dad is like, you know, are you scared? I don't know what he even says. It's like, are you scared to go to the next step? And she's like, yeah, I'll get through it. And it's like, it was so sweet because mm -hmm. it's so, she, it's just so like, eh, whatever. Uh, it's not even like a big yeah. lesson at the end almost that she's just kind of like, yeah, I'm cool with it. Uh, but at, obviously she's gone through and gotten this big lesson. You know, she's gone through this journey. So uh, I totally see that. Yeah, I, yeah just I, when I try to explain it to my wife afterwards, I was like, obviously, again, I'm, I'm the outlier for the world here. I understand that like uh, grown men can totally, uh, you know, feel a kinship to this young girl and and uh, kind of go along in her journey. But I was like, I don't know. It didn't really yeah. click with me. I don't know. I'm not a 10-year-old girl. Maybe uh, maybe that didn't. Because well, he made it for 10-year-old <laughs> like, girls. And uh, But clearly that, mm -hmm. that doesn't need to be the case, right? So uh, I definitely think there's, there's more for me to explore here. Yeah, maybe with repeated viewings, you would pick up on other things. Or as uh, you get older, uh, you know, we change uh, throughout the course of our lifetimes. Not me. Unless we're uh, out... I'm resistant. <laughs> I'm not learning shit from this movie. <laughs> I'm part of the resistance, but you know, the other one. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, I just, you know, it's okay. Like, if, if you didn't like it, you didn't yeah, like yeah. it. It's, 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 it's entertainment. It's fine, you know. Uh, Some of us like Spirited Away. Some of us like Mad Max Fury Road. I'm well, curious because... Uh, you know, which, which one of us is right? <laughs> Probably me. Uh, but... <laughs> you guys are going to watch My Neighbor Totoro's next, right? 
Or is it Ponyo? Uh, Ponyo is next, oh, okay. and then we're ending the gotcha, month with yeah. My Neighbor uh, Totoro. I'm yeah. so curious to see what Stephen thinks of My Neighbor Totoro. Oh, after okay. my after this yeah. in particular, yeah. Okay. At the end, like if you guys do your ranking at the end of all the mm-hmm. movies, see which one you like best. Right, right. That'd be great mm-hmm. to hear because I'm curious to see what okay. you think is the top. Cool. Tier yeah. Guys. That'd be up for yeah. That. That'd be, that'd be fun. I have some, but like mine's all the movies I've seen. Of, uh, right. Miyazaki, so bigger list, and I tried yeah. not to really compare them to each other. This one was a little harder because I didn't quite click with it. So the, I was like, well, clearly the other ones are way better to me. Um, but I, as I said last week too, it's like, well, they're so different. Like I do love that. Like the fact that he could make this fucking war epic movie that's that felt as epic to me as Lord of the Rings did. Uh, and then another one with Howl's Moving Castle, which was just this really cool story. And uh, and then this one, which uh, I, I keep saying is basic only in the fact that it's like, it's just a 10 year old girl. Like uh, the other one is just, mm-hmm. there's just so much Not more basic. going on with the other ones, but um, it's, mm-hmm. it's, there's obviously more to it and, and I'm curious to to see where the rest of the movies go. But I, I do love the fact that like Disney movies feel like Disney movies. These these feel like Miyazaki movies, I guess, but they're so wildly different from each other. I, I love that variation. Uh, it seems like there's yeah. so much more going on than uh, than the typical mm-hmm. animated fair that I'm used to. So uh, this whole world has just been beautiful to to explore. And I'm I'm, I'm excited for next week with Ponyo and then getting to uh, my neighbor mm-hmm. Totoro after that and then continue on that journey over time and then revisiting these classics and stuff. So, um, cause I'm trying to let them all mm. linger. I don't, I haven't revisited any yet. I haven't watched any twice. Um, you know, over time I'll yeah. revisit it and everything, but I feel like this is a thing I just never got into. And now I'm like really excited to, to finally explore it. So pretty rad. Well, what about your guys' last thoughts and stuff? Yeah. My last thoughts. I think, well, I mean, it's a really good movie. It's definitely like you appreciate it more over time. The more you, I mean, it, it's kind of deep to me cause you know, I have two daughters, you know, I really, right. So it's kind of like, you you push your kids to do stuff even though like you know like they don't want to but like hey they got to do it because when you're older there's no one there to do those things for mm. you but the story right. like kind of like it's a really good story growing up story like i said i think it's like to me it's like it reminds me of those 80s children's films where mm-hmm. like these kids take a different world and take on an adventure but like it's just done redone like with a more in-depth cast of creatures and characters right. and different world it's a it's a great uh, movie. I mean, like I said, you probably, probably have to watch it a few times mm-hmm. to catch things you didn't miss, you missed, might have missed, or just like, or maybe it's just not your thing, you know. But I think it's a good film, you know. A lot right. of great creature characters. I was hoping we could talk about some of the creature mm-hmm. characters, but I know we're already running long, so. That's but, the problem. Uh, I, I feel like we barely scratched the surface of this movie, yeah. but it's already been, it's like yeah, a, we're hitting the two-hour recording mark right now, so. Yeah, for sure. Uh, everyone's like, we didn't really talk about the movie, but, you know, uh, it's a good movie. The story of a mm-hmm. coming of age story and uh, resilient being resilient is the word. Yeah. Um, you know, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I think it's a great, great movie to watch. It's especially, it's a good family movie because it's not too violent mm-hmm. or anything, you know. Do you show your uh, kids these movies? Do they like them? Uh, yeah, they've seen them. Yeah. They've watched them. We watched all the Studio Ghibli movies. Awesome. I think my daughter watched it a few times. I think, I think I've seen this movie um, probably more than 10 times already. Awesome. Wow. Okay. So, yeah. Counting the two times I watched it this week. So, maybe more yeah i don't know i watched it's every once in a while i'll put it on i think i'll watch for a few minutes and like next thing you know i'm like two hours are gone <laughs> like and i'm like all right like i watched it yeah 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 it's a good great yeah uh it's a good movie i think you definitely i don't i wouldn't say watch it with your wife because i'm pretty sure she'll ask a lot of questions like what's this what's that because yeah. then you'll be like oh my god i've been so waiting you gotta which one to show like, her yeah so far yeah. i don't think maybe she, yeah yeah after a while after you, you know probably got miyazaki overload mm-hmm. 
and uh, just watch it again. Right. And you just kind of watch it when you're just in a good mood, see something nice, and probably you'll probably click better. Then people online did say mm-hmm. this this movie is like their comfort movie. This is like a, a warm hug to them. This is something that they and I was like, oh, I can totally see I that. Get it. All of his movies really are very cozy. Uh, but this one in particular, over the other two I've seen so far, I feel like, um, and I wonder about the other ones like Kiki's Delivery Service. That seems like a very cozy movie. People mentioned it as well uh, a lot, yeah, and I'm like, yeah, I could, I could totally see this being like a comfort thing for people. So, yeah. yeah. What about you, Brent? Um, so, uh, talking about designs, you know, a, a few really cool ones that I enjoyed at the very end of, uh, of this episode here. Um, the skull phone, whenever, uh, the, uh, the, the, the mean old lady calls down to one of the bathhouse employees. Uh, she's, uh, I, I, I guess the bathhouse employee answers the phone. And then when it cuts to the old lady, whenever the employee is talking to her, it's like going through, a skull head and like the skull head is like moving its yeah, mouth cool. up yeah, and down. Right. I was like, Oh, I like this. That is fun. That's like super fun. Phones the and then 90s. also th- it's like, I want a skull phone, man. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the, uh, the three green bouncing mm. heads oh, that, uh, that are her like, uh, guards know, or something. Right? I don't even know what they are, but they're so weird. They're like little bouncing ogre heads and they turn into the giant baby toward the end but then the baby's acting weird. But then I'm like, babies kind of just act like this. I think you know they're not <laughs> they're not eight foot tall babies, but I feel like that's like similar enough. And then uh, potentially my favorite design of this entire movie is uh, the radish spirit. Oh yeah, that's oh, cool. yeah. I, don't, I don't know if you guys remember the radish spirit uh, cool. that has nipples. <laughs> and I guess my question is. Can it be milked? Can we get some radish milk? Is that Do possible? Do you want to drink radish milk? Had nipples, the radish can have nipples. <laughs> That's right, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. But, uh, yeah, again, I, I just uh, really liked her um, her stick-to-itiveness. To, uh, there, there were points where Chihiro, uh, you know, gave herself some time to be sad and cry, and she was, like, kind of uh, in her feelings for a little bit. But then... You know, the next day she got up and around and was just like on her next task and kind of moving forward through the story. She was the uh, the metronome for the movie. She was pushing mm-hmm. the momentum forward for it. And um, she was a, a bit fearless in it. Not always. There were times where she got scared, but she had the uh, perseverance to get through all of these things. So, uh, yeah, man, I, I, I really like this movie. Steven, I'd be curious for you to show this movie to your niece when she gets a bit older. I was wondering. And right. see what her reaction would be. Yeah. yeah. Her dad, my uh, my brother-in-law, Josh, uh, when I was mentioning these, he's he's into anime and stuff. And so he's giving me a bunch of recommendations mm-hmm. for things uh, to catch, catch up on. But I'm still new to it, right? <laughs> one so. Piece episode one, One Piece episode two, <laughs> One Piece episode three, followed by four, them episode by name. five after that. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but I was wondering because I, I figure he'll show his daughter that too. But I would love to be a part of that uh, eventually. But um, a lot of these people were talking about, you know, how young. When I was looking online, they were talking about how young, you know, to show kids these whatever. And uh, this one seemed mm-hmm. to be one that obviously it's, uh, you know, meant for little girls and stuff. Like when I read about it, they said Miyazaki would spend his summers in the mountains and with his his kids and then his friends' kids, and he would watch all these ten year old girls, and he realized he hadn't made a movie for ten year old girls and wanted to make a movie for them. So I thought that was lovely. Uh, and, and he wanted to show them that they could be heroes in their own stories and everything. I think that's a lovely story. So, and, a, and a, mm-hmm. a, I think she would like it. Uh, from what I understood, 
when people were talking about these movies growing up with them, like if you watched it as a kid, for one, that's a whole different version of watching it as an adult. But they're like, they're beautiful because kids just love it because all the crazy creatures. And then adults love it because there's crazy creatures too, but there's there's all this other deep meaning. And then in the middle, as you watch it and you grow up, you kind of learn more and more about yourself and the movie. And uh, yeah, I would love that. So mm-hmm. as she gets a little older, yeah, I'm, I'm super curious to, to show her this one in particular, but uh, all of them, mm-hmm. I think, you know, would be pretty fun. So right on. Well, yeah. And it's not that you hate this movie. Not at all. It's just it didn't connect with you as much quite, as the other ones. Click, okay. click. I just, yeah. I totally yeah. understand the love for it. Uh, I wish it would have clicked wor- with me. This is one like I totally understand. Like everybody can have their opinion, but I want to like this one more. Uh, I want yes, to see yeah. what people are seeing in it, and I hope over time it'll it'll sit with me better. Uh, if anybody uh, listening to this would like to uh, uh, quietly yell at me about why I'm wrong, I would love to listen to uh, to to why that is, and and you, and more like your love, whoever's love for this movie. And, uh, obviously, this is uh, one of people's you know favorites and one of the the most beloved of his movies. So um, mm-hmm. I, I hope over time it will click with me more. But yeah, for something in this viewing just didn't didn't quite work for me. So we'll see. Well, Stephen, to alleviate some of that heat off of you, I'm the one who hates Mad Max Fury Road. So you know, if we're if we're, we're talking about we're going down together, if anything, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, this was a blast, uh, Daniel. I'm so glad you're on this episode. Uh, you had such great insights. You really like the never-ending story part. Really clicked with me. I was like, okay, that gives yeah. me something to think about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Labyrinth as well. Like I had heard about Alice in Wonderland and Wizard of Oz, sort of being uh, close to this, but that movie uh, was is a beloved movie of mine. I grew up with with similar you know views of like a, a young girl going on this journey with these crazy creatures and uh and i love that one so uh that definitely helped um so yeah thank you so much for being on this episode with us man thank you for having yeah, me i appreciate sure. it excellent well on. of course uh next week we're going to continue on with ponyo will be our our next one i think it's a 2008 movie uh do you have any thoughts mm-hmm. on ponyo daniel oh i really like ponyo it's pretty cool Sweet. i thought uh I think I came in on Netflix. I don't know what year. I was like, what the? I mean, eventually I had dropped off keeping up with his movies he was mm-hmm. doing. And when I saw that Ponyo came out, I'm like, when did Miyazaki make another film? I'm like, what the? Because right. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I could have sworn, I thought House Moon Castle was an older movie. Mm. And because uh, the way mm-hmm. that things got released, like you think like DVD wise, it right. just made it confusing. Like what was new, what was old. Um, and um, there's another movie I like too. It's called, uh, I think it told Brent with the ones, uh, Nasica Valley of the hmm. Wind. I just that heard about that one. one. Yeah, okay. that was his first. That's the first Studio Ghibli movie. Okay. Like legit, yeah. Done by Studio. Ghibli. It's like 1984, I think. It's yeah, it's in the it's old, yeah. and the way it looks, like what the fuck, it's so dope. And then, right on, uh, man. I think Ponyo's pretty cool. I liked it because I know it's a. Uh, I don't want to spoil it for you guys, but it's kind of like a. Well, just, it's a good movie. I really mm. liked it. I thought the animation went more to a European style. Mm. I don't know if that makes sense. I don't know if you've seen some of the European animation stuff. Mm, yeah, not really. It's very like simplistic line and color, like the way the color and simplistic the characters look, especially Ponyo. How like well, you guys haven't seen it, so but uh, it's <laughs> I almost, oh yeah, save so much more. But it's a good movie. Right uh, on, man. Yeah, and then uh, the one thing I would say is uh, the the last movie you guys watched, My Name is Totoro's. Mm-hmm. I didn't get that movie. Oh, okay. I thought that movie was boring. I haven't, I haven't watched it. Really? Okay. I haven't watched it again recently. Interesting. Okay. I think, I think I've seen it three or four times, and it's not on my okay. top favorite ones. I know it's beloved. That that character. Oh, so there you go. That uh, yeah. what's his name? Um, Totoro is like right. a beloved plushie and figure. I'm like, I'm like, what the? Fuck? 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like so, this like, design. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Yeah, though. so I'm curious to see what you think of the story. Right on. It's one of those ones. Uh, it's a good story, though. I think my kids like it. I was like, what is mm-hmm. going on here? I was like, what? I think I watched it with them when they were younger. They saw it when they were super young, mm-hmm. and they loved it. And I was like, yeah. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. But uh, interesting. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I love the the mix. Uh, Allison was the one that helped us kind of figure out. We used a, a list of sort of the best reviewed ones, I guess, from Rotten Tomatoes, and then she helped us kind of uh, tweak it a little bit. But um, I, so far, I I think we've had a really good run. Uh, for me to get yeah. introduced to this, I think Brent as well, and uh, I'm curious for the next two. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. If you guys do. Yeah. It was. Yeah, go ahead. Honestly, if you guys do it again next year, you definitely should try mm. the first one he did, um, Masika, yeah. Valley of the Wind. And I think, we should do uh, like a sequel to this next year and just do... Uh, all right, Kiki's Delivery Ceremony. Me is April? Because <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's like a few more he did. And then, mm-hmm. uh, the, what was it? Um, Porco Rosso, mm-hmm. Castle in the Sky. Those are really great movies. Those are like, Porco Rosso is done in the 80s, so is Castle in the Sky. That's like an adventure movie too. That was pretty cool. It's got uh, a yeah. Mark Hamill as one of the voices. Oh, interesting. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I right heard on. he was involved with one of these yeah. movies. I didn't know which one. And uh, those would be the three I say you could probably watch. The what's the Wind Rises? Mm-hmm. It's a good one, but it, I see that more as like a person who is an artist, loving their craft so much mm-hmm. and just be dedication. Because I think it had a lot of backlash when it first was going to come out because it had to deal with the World War II. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, I thought it was about farts. Okay, yeah, that makes more know. sense. Yeah. yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah. If you guys do it again, uh, it'd be cool to if you guys watch those movies. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, awesome. Different idea. That's a great, okay. yeah, yeah. Good, good suggestions. And then, uh, yeah, join us next year mm-hmm. for Mia Zadimber. <laughs> or May Mayzaki. Yeah, yeah. Whenever it falls, mm-hmm. should be pretty amazing. Hell yeah. Uh, Daniel, do you have any uh, links? Where can people find you on the internet if you would like them to do so? Yes, you could find me at Centres Goes West at Twitter or uh, not Twitter. I'm sorry, X. Boo. Unfortunately, <laughs> and then so uh, which I don't really post, but uh, you can find me most on Instagram. I'm not really posting much because I am working on a project. Sweet, you can't really talk about it, but uh, I've been doing that the last few months. Awesome. I think the last thing mm-hmm. I posted was I was at an art show mm-hmm. back in. Um, I don't know when that was. Shoot. It was, like it was a few months ago, ago, I guess. Like a couple yeah. Months, yeah, months ago. Yeah, a couple months ago. I did that Venom piece. So that's the most recent stuff. So I haven't really done any new art. Um, but um, when I do post new art, I'll post it there on Instagram. Awesome. On uh, Sanchez Goes West. And that's usually if you find me on anything. You just search up Sanchez Goes West. You'll find all my uh, social medias. Uh, I've been, have you guys mm-hmm. heard about Blue Sky? Mm-mm. The new. I, I've heard of it. It's like a, a, what's his name? Jack Dorsey, the guy who. Uh, founded yeah. Twitter. He's got a new social oh, okay. media. Yeah, I heard of that uh, yeah, thing. Yeah, to get into, you got to get a code. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> you to be like invited yeah. or something. Well, yeah, a lot of artists. Are like, I'm gonna be here. I'm gonna be here. I'm like, cool. I try to get on there. I'm like, you need a passcode. I'm like, what the? You're like, what the fuck, fuck is happening? Mm-hmm. Because yeah, you have to have an invitation. Huh. Yeah, because yeah. there's been so many artists that post like different stuff. Oh, I'm on this new social media. I'm on that new social media. Ever since uh, the decline of uh, Twitter, right? The death of Twitter. Yeah. So it, I don't I always wonder what else the will be on. Yeah, it kind of sucks right now with uh, social media stuff because um, even with Instagram, like Instagram had this big push to go to video for a while. And I follow a, a lot of artists on Instagram. That's why I go there. I have friends there, but it's a lot that I want to see their art. And it's hard to know where else to find that. And you find so many more people that way. Um, and it kind of sucks. Like I left Twitter when Musk took over because I just was done with it. But it's like I really miss 
some of the the people that I found, the artists that I found that way. So mm-hmm. uh, I wish there was a better yeah. platform for that, but uh, maybe in the future, you know, we'll figure the shit out. Who knows? It's all gonna think, burn down. Yeah, yeah, because Twitter is pretty cool. Because <laughs> when you post your art, there was really no limitation on the size mm. format, and like you know, Instagram, you got to work in the right. certain size. You can only post here so much. Mm-hmm. So I always enjoyed when people post their stuff on Twitter because you can click on it and look at it. Gotcha. You get a good look at the detail. I mean, I'm a fanatic mm-hmm. of learning how people draw stuff, so I always like looking at sketches and seeing how they do things. So totally, uh, it would surely be missed now. Yeah, uh, Twitter's yeah. done. So <laughs> yeah, well, right, man. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, I hear you. Uh, follow Sanchez Goes West on all those platforms because uh, yeah, I love looking at your art, man. It's great. So I'm I'm excited for whatever projects mm-hmm. are yeah. on. That's awesome. Thanks. Here we cool. go. Well, Brent, anything else for you, man? Oh my God, Stephen, wouldn't you know it? Back in early July, you sauntered up to the great state of Oklahoma and you joined my uh, friend Ross and I on my other podcast, The Nudist Colony, for an episode full of just wild (laughs) shit. Uh, We recorded for like an hour and 20 minutes. Uh, And that episode, we recorded that in early July. It's coming out this Friday, which is August 18th. And uh, it's going to be episode 31.5. And look, did we here on LTAS just have episode 315? Yeah. (laughs) Did I accidentally (laughs) upload Nudist Colony episode 31.5 in its place and Stephen caught it just hours before it was set to go live? Yeah, okay, maybe of course I did. I come like at midnight and release at 2 a.m. I was like, uh oh. (laughs) I was like, why is your episode only an hour, 20 minutes long? That's weird yeah we recorded for two hours and you know dave roberts was on it there's no way it was an hour um but uh but yes so that episode is coming out this friday so uh join myself my friend ross and then steven Mm -hmm. uh our first guest on that podcast uh for just a fun episode we talk about new metal just a Mm -hmm. little bit but steven isn't really a new metal guy but we talk about soundtracks and a few other things the name of the episode is kick a hole in a rat of course Totally makes sense. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> it was a blast, man. Uh, I'm so, excited to hear uh, it myself. Yeah. Like a, I forgot what we said. You know, of course. So yeah, it's been a Absolutely. month and a half, but uh, it was a fun episode. Uh, there was a lot of laughing involved, and uh, Ross has an insane sign-off for that episode. <laughs> so be sure to check that out. Awesome. Yeah, I'm excited for that, man. That's rad. Uh, and yeah. for for this show, mm-hmm. yeah, if uh, if any of our audience would like to contact us, all the infos in the show notes. As usual, you can rate and review us on your favorite podcast apps. It would be very much appreciated. Five stars is always appreciated. And uh, yeah, definitely mm-hmm. come back next week as we do Ponyo, as we continue Mia's Yes. Really looking forward to that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll definitely look at mm-hmm. the log line before I watch it so I understand a little bit what's going on. Set myself <laughs> up for success here. But uh, what, if, what if it just says information not I'm found? Like, well, it's like an I guess error so. 404. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's been a blast. Uh, I, I still understand that this that Spirited Away is, is a beautiful movie, and uh, and uh, I hope over time it'll it'll gel with me more. But I'm so glad, uh, Daniel, that you joined us today. It was it was fantastic. And uh, oh, it's yeah, so much thank fun. You, thanks for for taking the time uh, to be here, man, and and for always coming back and being a guest. You're always a lovely guest. So thanks for thanks, thanks. for being here, man. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Well, until next time, I'm Stephen. I'm Brent. I'm Daniel Sanchez. Then let's talk later. All right, let's record on three. I think I said record. Let's record on three. One, two, three. Concord. Concording. Concord grapes. <laughs> Thank <Perfect>. you. <laughs> All set to concord. <laughs>
flight of the flight of the records. Oh. Fuck. Oh, God damn no. it. I fucked it up there. Shit. Oops. So Sanchez, what are you what are you doing? What's going on? Uh today's just Sunday. Uh, I'm just trying to relax in today. Um but mm-hmm. uh we had on Friday, uh so you know like the um, what's the one the hot ones? The wing show? Yeah, that show yeah, on YouTube. So oh, yeah. I think we did we bought one of those challenges like um, uh, like Christmas time last year. Well, this oh, okay. past year. So we did that, uh, the last dab and all that stuff. So we've been on a kick of doing like every once in a while, Friday, we'll buy like hot wings and make them. But we're buying new chilies. Mm-hmm. So we bought this uh, new chili on the way home from Vegas about a uh, beginning of July. So we bought this one called the uh, Ballistic Sauce, Hot Sauce. Uh, uh, Sounds strong. What's the one? Um, chupacabra mm. and uh, some iguana oh. one. So we had our friend over come over. We had a bunch, <laughs> bought a bunch of beer, made some hot wings. And so we usually when we do the super hot ones, we just make four of them for how many people mm-hmm. there are and just try them. So we made I made regular hot wings and I I made uh you know like just I got the hot wing sauce and mixed a couple other things together with it. And then so I made these ballistic ones and then these are the iguana ones. And uh because we tried the iguana uh the chupacabra hot sauce and that was all right. It was pretty spicy. I put it in like a burrito at one point and it was like just liquid. I was like, oh, I'm not going to put that on the wings because it just poured like all too much in my burrito. I'm like, oh, I didn't want that much. Like I'm not a big spicy guy. I enjoy like mm. spice, but oh. I like to taste things after and not, you know, right. leave my tongue. So, and if you've never seen the, the last dab, the chili sauce, it is like, I think over a million skull units. Oh, that's pretty high, right? Yeah, so I, I didn't really mm-hmm. read the bottle of this uh, ballistics one, right? So I was like, oh, cool. It's hot. It smelled kind of. I was like, man, that smells really strong. And it wasn't too strong. So I mixed it up with the four wings. So we all we sit down and we bite it. I bite into mine first. And I'm like, oh, oh. I was like, it wasn't like immediately. It just slowly got hotter and hotter. Oh. And I was like, I had to get oh, up. No. And I'm like, I was shaking. I ran to the sink. I wasn't going to wash my mouth. I, was, I didn't wash my hands because like, oh, I got to wash my hands. Oh, when yeah, I touch my yeah. face, I can feel it's going to burn. Ugh. So, and everyone, my, my, my wife's friend, she, he tried it and he was like, oh, shit. And he, <laughs> I only took a small, like, this wing was like this big, like, not that big of a wing. It was like a cheaper uh-huh. wing. And, like, it was bad. And I was like, holy oh my God. And I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. This sucks. And then, so we looked up the thing. I was like, oh, how hot is this thing? So, like I said, the, the one for uh, the hot ones is like a million, right? Mm-hmm. This is four mm-hmm. million skull units. Oh God! Oh my I God! Like, <laughs> and I was like, I don't oh like that stuff. So like for good, like ten minutes, like I'm sweating, my nose is crying, oh, and man. then and I was like, we're all, all <laughs> I'm, I'm tearing up just hearing the story. It's awful. Yeah. So yeah. I'm looking up the ingredients. Like, what is this stuff? And like, it's like, oh, cayenne pepper and things like that. Like, that stuff's not that hot. So why is it so hot? So I looked at this thing called uh, it said OC something, and then I was like, what is OC? And then. I don't remember the full name. I don't have it on my phone right now, but it is a, 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 a crucial un, um, ingredient to pepper spray. Oh shit! Oh, so it's shit. literally exactly liquid pepper spray. So, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, it is like four million school units or whatever amount they put in is in that chili, in the, and it's also on pepper spray. So, so it's, a it's a weapon too. More, that's nice. Yeah, it's literally a weapon. So we're like, oh my god! <laughs> and like, I finished my wing, and I was like, why? Why did I do that? I was like, you why did I go back? It? Yeah, yeah. I was like, why did I go oh, back and kiss the dragon? <laughs> yes, you don't waste food. <laughs> Daniel fucking gets it. Yeah, after All I kissed right. the dragon once, I was like, I went back and licked it again. Oh man! <laughs> and it wasn't as bad as the second time, but uh, I was like, yeah. and then um, so then we're like cleaning up, right? And then that pan, you know, like, I usually throw the wings in a pan, and I put the sauce, and I kind of mix it around, like shake it around, so it covers everything. Mm-hmm. And then so, 
we go to watch the pan, the the bowl, I mean, and then the water hits it and it just kind of it makes it like instead of it just a liquid, now it's like a vapor. Oh. So we all start choking. <laughs> Better spray yourself. In the hole. <laughs> we're dying and we're just crying. We couldn't like breathe for like a good few minutes. Oh my we God. We pepper sprayed ourselves. So, like my daughter was there, my youngest one, and my wife oh, were all like, we're all like coughing. And every few minutes, <clears throat> I can't breathe. It was bad. And then uh, I'm legit tearing up hearing this. Like, I I have such a strong, like, sense from getting, like, from anything spicy. Like, thinking about it is, like, making me, like, my head, yep, I'm a little sweaty. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like spicy things. I'm like, I just like to keep it mellow. But I was like, I wish I'd read that before I I put that on the wings. Because I was like, what the fuck, dude? I don't think we'll ever use it again. But I'm like, that was pretty bad. That was experience. Like, you have it just in case yeah. someone breaks into your house. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. And if someone breaks into your house and they're also food, you can sprinkle that shit on them and, and then, then like, them. I don't know, eat them. <laughs> yeah. The perfect plan. Like if you be, if you were to become a cannibal, mm-hmm. let's say, right. just hypothetically, you People know, people taste like chicken. Somebody they say somebody breaks in. You know. Yep. They probably don't Judge. have like an alibi. It's like, hey, uh, just in case uh, you need to find me later, I'm going to break into this guy's house real quick. So oh, that's right. Nobody you know, would know. Just, yeah. Yeah. Like it, it's fine. It's a it's a victimless crime. <laughs> cannibalism. <laughs> you know, I love spicy food and I've always wanted to do one of those like hot chip challenges or whatever. Oh, yeah. You know how they s- they sell like a single yeah. a single chip in packaging or whatever. We talked about that once. Yeah. But. I feel like I would have fun with it. Like uh, leading up to the experience would be fun. Actually doing the experience would be like kind of shitty, right? For like uh, 10 to 30 minutes or whatever. But like it'd be a good story to tell after that. However, the thing that a lot of people won't factor in is like uh, what it's going to do to your guts. You know, is it going to liquefy your tummy? Because that's... I got a podcast to record later. You know, I got, <laughs> you got places to, I be. Have to move the equipment. It's yeah. I have to, have to move the equipment into uh, the restroom. Steven asked why I'm sitting in the bathtub pants less. I'm just like, well, you'll it's find podcast, out, baby. You'll see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's quite amazing. I, oh, I myself, yeah. yeah, as I've mentioned many times on the show, do not do well with spicy stuff. So this, this all sounds horrific to me. I'm, I'm glad for Brent's sake that you went back and finished that, that wing, but mm-hmm. I, 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 I would have done that like single like teeny tiny tongue lick and then I would have just ran away screaming probably that would have been the, the death with me I would have been the guy eating yeah. in Sanchez's house <laughs> <laughs> Steven what's the spiciest food that you have eaten or will eat spicy chicken sandwich What'd from you Wendy's say? From Wendy's. I think okay. that's the spiciest cool. thing that's... I've ever had I don't know that's not uh, yeah I don't go it's hard. not too shabby mm-hmm. you know honestly I don't do for, for a white person so I, I don't like uh, a lot of I love chicken, but I'm, all, you know, I'm a chicken finger guy. So like if I go to Wingstop, you do what to chickens? I f- Steven, <laughs> please, please. Not after you don't want to admit this though. on air. You never do that. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ah, what is something wrong with Michael Laker? <laughs> My wife loves wings. So we'll go to Wingstop. She'll get wings. Mm-hmm. I'll get chicken. They even had like, yeah, I'll get like the boneless wings without a sauce. Basically, I'm not a sauce guy in general. So. She gets like the Hawaiian anyway. It's not even like spicy shit, but uh, yeah, neither of us really do spicy, so I just kind of avoid it. So I don't even know. Yeah, if there's really there's probably something I've tried, but um, really like the only thing that I can think of that's the highest is probably that chicken sandwich, and that does it for me. That's all I need. It's yeah. the flavor. Yeah. I like the flavor of that, but most of them, I it's just hot to me. There is no flavor at all. Like like it might either my taste buds are just burned off the fucking tongue, 
or or it just doesn't I, I don't get any pleasure from it at all. You ever, uh, you ever do like wasabi white. in the soy sauce mm. and like uh, get a spicy tuna roll and just like just Fuck. put a good dab of wasabi into the soy sauce, <laughs> mix it up and just put that sucker in there and just put it in your mouth and just like <laughs> Oh God, oh. Daniel! It's like you're laying out a menu for shit that Stephen hates. <laughs> Pretty much, I think I have tried wasabi once, like a, a little teeny dot of it. Yeah, and that was a lot. I feel like I have a memory of that, but uh, yeah, I'm not a sushi guy or anything, so yeah, definitely stick away. But you put it in your eyeball, I think, yeah, is that, where you, you went don't wrong. Do that? You don't do it. No. It's like a quick, I don't know. like other it's cultures. a quick hot. It goes away. Like it's not really. Yeah, I don't nice know. Hot. It's not really hot, right? It's more like it's just like. It'll it'll clear your sinuses. It's like, yeah, a, yeah. It's like Vicks vapor rub. That's what yeah. it feels like to me. Yeah, it really, feels, mm-hmm. it feels like Vicks vapor rub, but it just goes away real quick after real quick. I mean, that's kind of nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was one time where you know I like to use chopsticks when I eat Chinese food, and I took a, a pinch of the wasabi and I put it in my soy sauce, turned it around a little bit, grabbed a sushi roll, dunked it in the uh, the soy sauce, put it in my mouth. I didn't realize there was a giant glob of wasabi oh. on the back oh. of the, the chopstick. <laughs> and it's just it's like my whole existence vaporized <laughs> for about 20 seconds. That's because a shock it's just, too. It's in there. Yeah, and I was like at a restaurant. I didn't want to like oh. spit anything out, you know. Right. So I just I just kept chewing, you know, just got through it. Bear down. Oh, like, <laughs> yeah. Right. See your like yeah. scrunched up face, yeah. tearing yeah. up. It's great. Uh-huh. I love it. Yeah. yeah. But you can't talk. It's great. It's, it's, uh, it's too much shit in your mouth. Can't do it, and you can't waste no. it. That's the problem. Yeah, exactly. See? You know. Man, you're yeah. brave. You do uh, it. Well, <laughs> how about we sync with "Kiss the Dragon." I don't think we've used that one yet. Yeah. So uh, is that cool? Yeah, sounds great to me. All right. So let's sync with Kiss the Dragon on three. One, two, three. Kiss Kiss the the dragon. Dragon.